following is a presentation of Real Racing USA. to another edition of Inside Florida Racing. I'm Cece Brooks here in the studio with Jack Smith and, of course, my co-host, race car driver extraordinaire, when he can actually get out there on the track. It is Bonehead. Hey, Rob. Oh, such a nice introduction. Uh, <laughs> Rob Elting, for all you folks out there that don't know me, that's fine. You probably don't need to. Hey, um, <laughs> how are you doing? I'm doing great. Um Really, uh, couldn't be better. I mean, I'm really happy with the weather. We finally got some rain. Did you guys get some rain down south? Uh, I didn't get, I didn't see any rain today. Really? I think some neighborhoods might, but, um, I didn't. What are you, are you the weatherman now, or what? What's uh, this? I can't believe you guys didn't get any rain, but... I think I saw, a lot of it was... people walk around in the streets praising Jesus today that it was raining. I think a lot of it was north of here and on the east coast, but I wanted to, I wanted to read you... Um, a special message that was posted on the forum talking about the inside Florida racing bounce. You know that effect we have on some race car drivers, Rob, how they come and they're on our show and then they win like within a week or two? Yeah. Okay. So this was posted. This was posted on um, realracingusa.com forums, um, which we encourage everybody to go to and, uh, and leave us messages and ask questions at. And this is from our good friend Bone Man. It says the uh, the Inside Florida Racing bounce. It has happened again. Justin Reynolds won his feature last week at Orlando just a few days after appearing on Inside Florida Racing. This has happened over and over in recent years. A guest on the show goes on to win within a week. In fact, the effect of the show is so intensely powerful that it even worked on me last year, meaning Bone Man. Now, he finishes up his message by saying, Isn't it odd that the only driver who seems to be immune to the bounce is one of the show's hosts? And, and, I, and I don't think he's referring to me, Rob. Um, uh, well, what is he talking about? I guess he's talking about me? I, it, Jack. It, no, I, I think he's talking about you, dear, because you're the one who owns a race car. Yeah, but you know, it's just like And you uh, race more frequently more frequently yeah, than I do. I say get a late model and go try to win in it on your own <laughs> budget. That's what I tell him. But I, I think it's great. I think that's great that, you know, Justin was on our show and then won. Um and so congratulations to him with his feature win at Orlando. And that That's great. Well I hope tonight, um talk to Chris Fontaine, he's one of our guests on the show tonight. Hope he gets a win this weekend in the big truck race. That's right. Hopefully. You know the, the IFR bounce me, will work for him. Off here. I, 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 I don't think um, 
Cece, I, I don't think Rob took as much humor uh, out of that uh, as, role I did? as you did. Oh, yeah. No, he didn't. No, I just, um, I, I, trust me, I wish I could win, but all, that's the only way I can answer that is to, you know, go get in a late model on your own budget and go out there and try to <laughs> with it. It's, what? Wasn't that post, uh, didn't that come from the same guy who predicted uh, uh, Finney would win the Orange Blossom? Blossom? Yes, yes he did. Which he did not, of course. Jeremy yes. Colangelo won. And next week we're going to have, uh, I talked to Rusty uh, Marcus today for a little bit. Yay, and uh Rusty. Rusty, uh, of course, everybody knows was at Orlando. and he's going he miss us? He's going to give us his take on the Orange Blossom uh, 100 next week. He's going to be with us next week. On oh, good. Um, I, I like about this week's show. No, wait, uh, but I, I also I like to who else you have scheduled here for next week with us. Um, Michael uh, Cherry for next week. Uh, you know, a great. great great young driver. Looking forward to speaking with him and Robbie Cooper. But tonight we have another packed show tonight. Uh, you already mentioned Chris um, Fontaine's going to be with us. Uh, Matt Kurtz. Winner of the Top Gun Sprint Show is going to be here. Oh, Frankie Lloyd. Now, who's going to be your special guest in your karting segment? Um, okay, so in the karting segment tonight, uh, we have Chase Fitzgerald. That is coming up at 8 o'clock. And uh, Chase Fitzgerald is the owner of Cutting Edge Motorsports up in Lutz, Florida. And Chase was one of the top carters in Florida uh, last year. And he's also one of the only two drivers to win a feature in 2008 in the FKA, the FDDS, and DeSoto Champ Kart Series. So the uh, Rob's Karting feature will be coming up at 8 o'clock tonight, so stay tuned for that for those who, you know, are addicted to those um, to those carts. That is coming up at 8 o'clock. Plus, later on in the show, we'll get an update on uh, what's happening out in Hendry County. We are got we got some news that's for sure. We're going to talk about Henry County. We also got this big modified race uh, mm-hmm. that Tony Parker. That's three thousand dollar to win modified race at Bronson Motor Speedway. Yeah, Tony stepping right up. Oh, I'm telling you, man, and he is so excited. And and uh, you know, in the in kind of the same uh, vein as uh, what Jim Curry is doing with this uh, many many uh, stock race. Um, you know, Tony's stepping up too, and he's got some sponsors behind him and. And uh, it's going to be pretty cool with that. We'll talk about that later. Okay, but, uh, and then we're going to have a friend of the show, Wayne Jefferson, on yes. later. And yes. uh, Mike Lawhorn. So we have a full show, so please uh, stay with us. And I think we have our first guest on the line, Chris Fontaine. Chris, welcome okay. to Inside Florida that's Racing. Shuffling things around, Jack. Nah. No, that's not on our side. That's not on our side. Chris, welcome to Inside Florida Racing. Oh, thanks. Great. Uh, thanks for having me. Oh, our pleasure. Chris, i got to ask you, man. Whatever took you by the horns and put you on a dirt track, man. What happened there? Well, we're just getting ready to do some uh, Camping World Truck Series racing, and uh, it's taking all the money away from being able to run some late models, so we decided to do some uh, some dirt racing. It's cheaper, and uh, it's a lot of fun, and uh, gaining some experience on the dirt and just learning a lot and uh, basically just trying to get to the racetrack every weekend um, so that... Uh, I can get some more experience and stay in a racing seat sometimes. Chris, <laughs> it certainly looks like you're having a good time out there uh, running a variety of different things. Now, tell us about going out and winning on the dirt, what that's like after running so much on the asphalt. Well, it's it's a lot of fun driving those cars sideways, and uh, really wasn't expecting to do that well right out of the, right out of the bat, but um, it's just 
worked out that way. I was able to keep up and uh, just having fun on the restarts. And uh, you restart double wide halfway through the race. And it's just a lot of fun. Uh, learning to have to use the tear-offs and all that was a fun experience. And getting in the face with the mud, that's different. But uh, we're getting used to it. It's a lot of fun. Now, Cece, you know she knows how to uh, race those dirt cars. You could maybe ask her a little advice. <laughs> once. I've done it once. And I'm, I'm looking forward to doing it again, though. I think racing on dirt is just so much fun. Every lap's different. There's no two laps the same, that's for sure. Yeah. So what kind of car are you running out there on the dirt? Uh, it's a 85 Monte Carlo, and um, they changed the rules a little bit for us, and they gave us a bigger right front tire, and they turn a little better now, but um, just having a lot of fun out there. Now, uh, I know you started, obviously, probably racing the street stock, right, didn't you, in a, in the, on the asphalt? What was that? When you started racing on the asphalt, did you start racing the street stock? No, I started in the Mini Cups and then went to um, a limited late model. So. All right, but your plan is obviously to go to a late model there on the dirt, right? I'm not sure. Uh, maybe eventually when we get um, our situation a little further along with the Camping World truck, uh, we're t- having our first race this weekend in Martinsville, and I'm uh, looking forward to that. Uh Gonna have to try and make it in on time, so a lot of unknowns there, and I can't wait to get up there and get the first practice out of the way. Wow, you must be excited about that, huh? Yeah, it, it, there's so many unknowns. We just got our uh, rig yesterday, uh, our old rig. The trucks wouldn't fit it, and we weren't even we weren't even sure if we were gonna be able to have a trailer to go. So everything's falling together uh, here in the past week, uh, luckily. And uh, the trucks leaving Wednesday, and we're leaving Thursday morning to go up there. Now, do you guys get, uh, have you ever uh, run any of these races yet with a truck? Yeah, I've run um, five, but three were with Bobby Hamilton, and the other two were with Express Motorsports on the 16 truck. But this will be our first one, uh, owning all of our own equipment. Uh, just really looking forward to it. Good. So you've got all the, uh, be- you know, uh, beginning uh, problems that somebody that had never been there before would have to go through. You've you know, pretty much know your way around. Uh, you think things are going to go smoothly uh, with this team? Yeah, I think so. It's a three-day show. The first day is all the tech inspection. The second day is uh, practice, and we qualify and race on Saturday. So luckily it's uh, it got spread out over three days, and I think with the first day just being inspection only, I think that's really going to help us so that um, with all of the things they want to go look through in our new trucks that uh, – We'll have plenty of time to do that, and then it won't be an issue with uh, practice. Yeah, for you folks that may not realize or listen, uh, that's a big issue uh, when you go to these shows that are maybe uh, a one-day show or a two-day show, even if they, when they do practice and uh, your tech inspection in the same day. Um, when you're like Chris, you're going to go there and you're going to be at the very back of the line when you have no points, so you can't go practice till you get through. And uh, I think... Um, being able to uh, avoid some of that will definitely help out by having a three-day show where you can knock that all out in one day. Now, uh, talk about the race a little bit. If you do get in, what your plans are? Our plans are to, I guess, follow the whatever the leader does. We're going to try and mock and um, you know maybe try and get in the top 15 and, and stay out there and uh, just get experience for this first one and learn uh, the procedures with all of our guys and um, just kind of get through the first one. I know right now I think they might be calling for rain, so we've got to have a couple of things go up for our way uh, for the qualifying. And I'm sure we'll make a couple of qualifying runs in the practice and 
trying really to try our best we can to get in. Uh, CC, you got anything to ask this uh, young NASCAR driver? Um, no, I just, you know, what do you, is this what, what are your plans for 2009? Are you just going to pr- pursue this, pursue this path of, um, you know, running in dirt and running in the trucks and just sort of focus here? Well, our, our plan right now is to do uh, the seven short tracks that the Cape and World Series is going to do. Um, there's Martinsville and Mansfield. Uh, no, it wasn't Mansfield. It's Martinsville, Memphis, um, ORP. We're going to do Dover, uh, I think Gateway and Bristol. And uh, we're going to try and focus on those short tracks, see how that goes. And uh, maybe next year we'll be able to run a few more races. Uh, we just had some sticker shock with uh, getting all our trucks and our motor program mm-hmm. together and having to buy a new hauler. Um, maybe next year, without us, all that, that stuff to start with, we can run a, a little bit more full schedule. And what about sponsors? Are there are, are you in need of sponsors, and do you have sponsors that you would like to take some time right now to acknowledge? Well, I certainly uh, need some more. Right now it's all family backing, and uh, i got to thank my mom and everything she does for me. She totally supports it 100%, and she's been to every race but one I've been in in 10 years. So she doesn't miss a race. She loves being out there at Ocala at the dirt track. She just really enjoys it, and uh, it's a family affair, and I'm glad we get to spend the time in it together that we do. It's always good to me to have that did family you, support um, there. The races that you raced last year, uh, how did you do on those? Um, we ended up uh, fourth overall in our ASA Southeast Tour. Uh, we got one pole, um, and then some of the other local races, um, we won at DeSoto, uh, Auburndale, and uh, Charlotte County. So that, that was all at the end of the year. Uh, it all came after the first couple dirt races, so I contributed some of that to getting on the, the dirt and uh, uh, practicing some of that. I think that really helped me out a lot, and I think um, from from the first time I got in, it really changed the way I drove my late models. Really? How so? I was just able to drive them a lot freer, uh, a lot more consistent, Um I think just having the car control and uh, on the dirt going, being out on the outside, sliding sideways, coming up to the wall, um, once you get on the asphalt, the cars, just, they don't do that as, as much. And so I think it really helped me with uh, the judgment and just the feeling of the looser car. Yeah, so now now you and Choquette can have a conversation. <laughs> yeah, he certainly, uh, I know why he, he beat me so many times now. That dirt experience really helped. <laughs> yeah. So, so how much planning did you put into that? Was it just something on the spur of the moment, or how, how did you actually evolve to the point where you decided, and why did you pick Ocala? Um, I picked Ocala um, because it rained on Friday nights, and um, it didn't uh, interrupt our schedule too much. Uh, we went up there, and uh, my crew chief, Kevin, and uh, his father kept begging me to do it, and uh, we went up to Ocala, and take the class that we thought we wouldn't have to to work on the car that much so that it wouldn't take away from our other racing. And uh, we got with uh, some of the guys we thought were fast there, and we asked them if they had anything for sale, and we found one, and uh, we went the next week. Wow. Now, Chris, That's if anybody... That's interesting story, Chris, for sure. Um, if, um, hey, Chris, if anybody out there is interested in maybe considering sponsoring you, and getting involved uh, with your racing team, what's the best way for them to get a hold of you? Um, they can go through my website and the email address. Uh, it's chrisfontaine.com is the website, and uh, you can 
uh, email us at chrisfontaine at chrisfontaine.com. Okay, very good. Go ahead, Rob. Uh, Chris, uh, getting back to talking about the feel in the car when you were talking about on the dirt and and, uh, picking the class to do that, did anybody let you go out and try any cars out? Um, no, I... We just bought the car and went out for practice, and they gave me four laps of practice, and then that was it. And we started the heat race, and it was just a learning experience from there on. Um, so you think that uh, feeling that car helps you um, get your your mind in tune with feeling the truck, hopefully, right? Yeah, I think it really will. And if I could do it all over again, I'd never uh, – I don't think I would drive on asphalt until I got up to that level. I think it really helped me that much. Wow. Wow. That's quite impressive. Do you think you'd just be able to pick up what you needed on the asphalt if all you had was dirt experience? I think I think it and I think it's better. I really do. Especially seeing what Chiquette's done and, and all the, the big cup guys, that's where they all came from anyways. Yeah, and this is this is something for young drivers to consider. Start out on the dirt track. Learn. Oh, and when I have this one, if he races, he'll start. He'll start on dirt. <laughs> Say that again. Said if I have a son and he starts yeah. to race, he'll start on dirt. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Some good advice. All right. I think they're having some problems, Chris. That's all right. Well, all right, Chris. Uh, so, so when, when is your next race? Um, it's this Saturday uh, at Martinsville, and it'll be on uh, Fox at two o'clock. All right, man. Go make that race and uh, have a good time, man. Hey, uh, you know when qualifying is? Um, it's at 9 in the morning on Saturday. 9 in the morning on Saturday. I'm going to be up watching right, qualify. All right. Good talking to you again, Chris. We'll talk to you soon, man. All right. Thank you, guys. Bye-bye. Well, hopefully you know Chris will receive our Inside Florida Racing uh, bounce there, and he'll win his race. Hey, guys, I tell you, we, we had a great time. Uh, uh, Rick Angies and uh, Bill Green and myself, we hosted the show up there at uh, East Bay on uh, Thursday. Yeah, there's some nice pictures posted on the forum people can go look at. Really? Yeah. Really? Surprise. Yeah. It was cool. Uh, Jeff Matthews, we presented him with his award, and uh, um, uh, a couple of people who know Jeff a lot better than I do um, commented that um, that was the first time they'd seen him speechless in a long time, but that was pretty cool. And, we, of course, we had Gene Lasker and uh, Don Ream, Bobby Deal, Todd Hutto, a whole whole mm-hmm. mess of people. I can't remember all the all the people that could. Uh, Susan and Rick uh, from the Fa- Fast Mini Cups came down. Ross was there. Ross Chastain was there. Jeremy Gerson was there. Uh, Sean Bass was there. It was a pretty cool time, and it was uh, about a two two hour and fifteen minute show. And I think we had like fifteen or sixteen people that we interviewed in the in the time. It was pretty cool. Now, great. Now, if people um, didn't listen to it live, they can catch a replay of it, can't they? <clears throat> they sure can. Even if you're from Idaho. Even if you're from Idaho or Maine or even overseas, they can listen to it online. They can just go to InsideFloridaRacing.com or they can go to iTunes. Yeah, if you go to uh, real uh, go to RealRacingUSA.com and click on the link for Real Racing USA Live, there's the shows that uh, that's where that show is. It's where you can find it. It's up on i. It's is it on it's iTunes? On iTunes. Oh yeah, yeah it's okay, on yeah. iTunes too. Yeah. Yeah, all of our uh, all of our shows are on iTunes as well. Download it to your Don't iPod. Don't you have an iPhone or an iTouch for an iTunes to work? No. Uh, you, you can, you can, no. Do it you right can, on your computer. You, you can put it on your computer or you can put it on any um, iPod. Any MP3 player. Any, yeah. Yeah. Any, yeah. 
Most MP3 players, I believe, these days are compatible. Yes. And you can put it on there. Yeah. But uh, is that what you do? I I I have I use everything on my iPod. Yeah. Everything do you have an iPod, Rob? No. Yeah, but you know why I have an iPod, guys? It's because my son bought it for me, and he said I needed to be more up on technology and be a cool and hip mom. I don't listen to any music, Jack. Oh, you don't? Oh, but see, I don't have music. It would be good to listen to talk radio, I guess, once. I I have... I have In the car. I have talk on my iPod. I have, you know, podcasts on my iPod more than music. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's download cool. stuff from NPR, download racing things, all kinds of stuff. We're coming back with Frankie Lloyd, the uh, promoter, owner, extraordinaire from Golden Isle Speedway. Big, big race there this weekend. Two-day big, event. Big, Huge. big race. Be Huge. right back. big money. Carnac.com, your online racing community since 1997. Carnac.com is racing classifieds, racing photos, racing news, lively racing message boards, chat rooms, multimedia, and so much more. And if your race team or racing business needs a website or your website needs a fire lit under it, look no further than Carnac.com. From affordable web hosting to fancy flash animation, Carnac gets it done. Bud Light presents Real Men of Genius. Real Men of Genius. Today we salute you, Mr. Dishonest Cable TV hooker-upper. Mr. Dishonest Cable TV hooker-upper. On any given day, somewhere between 9 and 4.30, you arrive ready to bring us the world. And for an extra 20, you'll bring us porn. Hey, you've already got the van and the jumpsuit. Why not get into criminal activity? Just a naughty boy. After all, what are they going to do? Throw you in cable jail? I don't think so. So crack open an ice-cold Bud Light manhandler of the Scrambler, because isn't it about time someone hooked you up? Bud Light Beer, Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. Inside Florida Racing for March 23rd. Good evening, everyone. Well, there is a big, big United Dirt Late Model Challenge Series race happening this weekend up at the Golden Isle Speedway. And to speak with us about it tonight, we have Frankie Lloyd, owner of Golden Isle Speedway. Frankie, welcome to Inside Florida Racing. Thank you, ma'am. Well, Frankie, this is going to be one big weekend, huh? Well, it is. Uh... Kenny and I got together uh, last uh, October, I think it was, and decided we always do a, I usually do a 10000 to win uh, deal at the end called the showdown on the coast at the end of the year. 
I don't think anybody's ever done a 10,000 win at the start of the year for the steel motor late model. So thought I'd give it a try and see how it goes. Yeah, it's, uh, I guess, the three-day. Actually, we got, we got practice on Thursday night. Um, and then uh, heats and qualifying on uh, Friday. Uh-huh. And then the big... Uh, the B mains and the big hundred lap feature on Saturday night. Yes, sir. Have you? Uh, Friday night also we're going to run the uh, hobby stocks and super not hobby stocks. I'm sorry, uh, pure stock class and the super street. We're going to do their heat races and features uh, Friday night. Then Saturday night with the uh, the comps and the feature for the uh, the hundred lapper for the United Dirt Late models. We're going to do. Uh, we're going to bring in hobby stocks and limited sportsman cars, which they, they usually put on a pretty good show. Yeah. So have you made, uh, Have you made? I know you're always uh, fine-tuning that racetrack. <laughs> have, what, have, what have you done this year to make it new and different? Well, this, since last year, um, we had, first of this year, we cut the track down and made it a little bit smaller uh, than what we did last year. <clears throat> Excuse me. We ran our Super Bowl races, and and it was some very good racing. The um, uh, the winner they had four different feature winners, three different feature winners, and uh, in the Super Late models. And then the last night, the um, Randall Chuck took a provisional and started twenty fourth, and and passed every car out there, and ended up winning the ten thousand dollar race. So it was quite racy, but just uh, just this past week, my son Grady. Um, went out there and kept, took the banking, out, a lot of the banking out of the corners and down the back straightaway. Uh, and it's more, it's more of a steady taper from the top to the bottom now instead of having a bowl in the center. And we're, we're, uh, had a couple of cars up there yesterday and they could run on the top, the bottom and the middle. Uh, and the times were pretty consistent with each other. So, uh, I think we're going to see for sure enough good racing. Now, from what I understand, this is called, by the way, the first annual United Dirt Late Model Challenge Series Georgia State Championship. Championship. Yep. From what I understand, you've got a pretty good field already, uh, already biting it there. They've already already lit it up and, and signed up to come on and race this deal. We, we do, yes, sir. Uh, Ken Kenny has a, a pretty good following of his own, and, and then, of course, this year I've stepped up to the plate, and we're going to... Uh, my champion, my local champion, is going to get ten thousand to win at the end of the season, also. Um, but we we've got cars from from way down south, Florida, Keith and Jackie Noshwich, um, the um, whole bunch of guys from down there. Roger Krauss, I think, is coming. Um, is Sean uh, Smith Joe making Conk the race down in South Florida? He's coming. Uh, Larry Heron from uh, Phoenix City, Alabama. He's coming. Ivan Lord from Ocala. Uh, I think one of the Faircloth boys from Swainsboro's coming. Oh, you got some uh, good names. coming. They just they pile of them coming from all over the place. And it looks like they're going to have to beat Jason Fitzgerald, huh? <laughs> well, either Jason or, or Johnny Collins uh, <laughs> uh, or even Mark Whitener. Them, them three cats have been getting it done here lately. That's uh, for Jason's sure. It's been, been real good. Johnny's been real good. Uh, I think uh, Mark won a couple of good ones here uh, a few weeks back, so... Uh, it's going to be real interesting, and, and of course, Island Lord, he's got a, I don't know if he's going to drive Mac Liptop's car or either David Clegg's car from D-Land, uh, but he's coming. I haven't talked to him directly, but uh, but he'll be there with one of them for sure. Yeah. Hey, Frankie, since you um, changed the track around a little bit, you think that's going to uh, switch it up a little bit for those regulars that are used to it the other way? Well, <clears throat> pretty pretty much. Um uh, 
Pretty much so. I mean, you know, them guys, the, the better ones, they, they adapt real quick. Even our hobby stocks and super street guys, they, uh, when we changed it last year, uh, they picked it up real quick. Um, you know, so, and we, and we had three and four wide racing in, in, at the Super Bowl in hobby stock racing, super street, lemon sportsman. Uh, and on occasion, you catch them super late models running full wide. So, uh, in fact, in Dirt Late Model Magazine, you say, oh, uh, Ivor Lloyd and, uh, um, Jimmy Owens, uh, Rick Eckert, and another car, I don't remember that number, but they were running in a wad, three wide, one behind them, and so on and so forth. But uh, it's, it's very racy, and we feel like what we done, what my son done last week is just going to make it a little better, uh, you know, more better racing uh, around the corners, down the straightaways and all. So, uh, Frankie, for the folks out there that have never been to Golden Isle Speedway, lay it out one time. Give them a good uh, promoter's whacket. What are they? What, are, what should they expect when they come to Golden Isle Speedway? Well, we have we got a different little venue up there. Little, little track, four tenths of a mile. Um, I've owned it five years. My wife and I. We changed it five times. Um, we got air conditioned bathrooms at a dirt track. We got air conditioned concession stands. Uh, we have a FM transmitter where you can sit in your car and listen to the radio or listen to the race. We have uh, now, is, that, is that legal? Because they got me for doing that. Stopped me in jail one time. Is that right? I, well, <laughs> okay, maybe I better take that back. I guess, I guess that was a different thing. I guess we were transmitting a little further than out in the parking lot. Yeah. Hey, don't let him fool you. He was sitting. We were just, we were just kind of low key, you know. It, it'll get out to the highway, I think, but it don't go very far from my racetrack. Yeah, listen, what Rob was talking about, Frankie, was something different. He was sitting out in Tampa Bay in a boat broadcasting radio. That's what he was yeah. doing. Oh, it was close. We were in Temple Terrace. Yeah, that'll make a difference. But, I, you know, I've got I've got 112 uh, parking spots from around the, the uh, from turn one to turn four on the outside of the racetrack where you can sit in the back of a pickup truck or, you know, the front seat or whatever and watch the races. And we don't have PA system back there, but like I say, you can tune in to your radio on the FM and, and hear it just like you right there. That is great. Yeah. That's a really uh, nice Frank. feature. Uh, well, everybody tells us it's great. Uh, of course, my wife runs the things, and she's been cooking with me for 39 years, and, and it's real good. But uh, she'll, she'll do, you know, she'll fix chicken and rice. She'll fix banana pudding. Uh, she'll fix spaghetti. She'll fix spaghetti sometimes. Uh, Are you hearing know. this, Cece? I'm hearing it. I was talking to Cece. Are you hearing this? They got banana pudding and spaghetti and everything. I know. It sounds like you just want to go for the food to start with. Well, we had back at our Super Bowl. We had guys come from New York, Pennsylvania, Ohio, um, the uh, the Heinz brothers out of North Carolina, uh, Heinz Performance Parts. They came down and and they uh, they said we're not coming if we can't get some of that banana pudding. <laughs> so, so so we just do a thing different up there. You know, we we having a good time and and. Uh, you know, trying to build that thing up, and, and eventually, hopefully, we'll put it on the map. Oh, I sure hope that it can work out that sometime that um, I can make my way up to your racetrack to catch a race at some point. Well, come on any time. We, we're going to be racing uh, every other weekend from now until the, about the 6th or 5th, 5th, I believe it is, of December this year. Okay. Every other weekend you run? Yeah, every other weekend. Uh because there's another track down the road, 35 miles from us, Waycross Motor Speedway. They run the weeks that I don't race. And, and uh, then there's another one over in Albany, Georgia. So we kind of work together up there the best we can to, to try to, you know, make everything work for everybody. Yeah. I'm sure that helps your shows out, too. Um, what, what, what about uh, kids? Uh, what do you guys charge to get in your place? 
tomorrow night, we, we weren't going to do a practice at all tomorrow night because it, it just, you know, it just costs a lot of money just to do practice, and you have to prep that track for two or three days prior to. But um, tomorrow we got the guys coming in, and, and we're going to charge them $20 a piece to get in the pit, uh, whoever comes in there. That's on Friday free. night. Uh, Friday night is $25 in the pit, $10 in the grandstand. Saturday night uh, $35 in the pit and $25 in, or excuse me, $20 in the grandstand. All right, that sounds, uh, what about kids? How much cost to get kids in, uh, to the grandstand? Well, and under is free. Always like that. Like yeah, that we, a lot, yeah. Well, I had a lot of kids and I always had to pay for them to get them in a racetrack. And, and I never did like it and still don't like it. So we just, uh, from day one, we've never charged children to come in. And, uh, you know, we need children to come and get to liking racing and, and get into go-kart racing and, and, uh, these TQ late models that got out and hobby stocks and the pure stocks so that we'll have racers uh, years and years to come. Um, racing is a got? good sport. Sir? How many kids you got? Well, <laughs> collectively, I got 10. Jack, um, are you there? I'm you here. Have, yeah. you got to have 10 kids as a promoter in order <laughs> to be smart enough to let 12 and under in for free because that way you've really felt the impact of what that means. <laughs> Well, I, I have really. I, uh, my wife had. Uh, I got two two stepchildren. Then I had one by uh, a girlfriend from school, and then we had four four boys. Uh, then we adopted three of our great grandchildren. Uh, so we're sixty two years old and and raising one year olds. But we're having yep. fun. Got that. We're having fun. They're all blessings, I'm sure. Yes, sir. Without a doubt. Right. And it kept our kids out of trouble. You know, when we were, when my kids were coming up, on, they was at ball practice on, on Saturdays and at the racetrack Saturday night, and we never had any drug problem, drinking problem, uh, stealing, or none of that serious stuff. You know, they they got in a fight occasionally. Uh, but I never had no problem with my children, and I credit it to being around good people at racetracks. So we just right. give them back to, to the rest of the world the best we can. So, uh, you know, down in the, the southern, uh, you know, half of Florida, uh, Frankie, some of the tracks, it's 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 kind of, it's a mixed bag. Some of the tracks are really starting off 2009 with really good crowds and uh, and good car counts. And there's some that, that, you know, just can't seem to get it going. Um, but in those tracks that are doing really good, you would never know that we have what, the news is saying it's a bad economy. I mean, you just wouldn't, you wouldn't. Well, that's that's true. I mean, it, it, it's hard to say. Uh, last year, we averaged uh, between 90 and 100 cars every Saturday night we raced. Um, we have a good car count in every class. We, But, you know, if you're on a racetrack, you got to love it because there ain't really an overabundance of money in it. Um, now, my Super Bowl race that I just ran uh, January 27th to 31st, was actually the best one I ever had in terms of money. Um, but I don't know if you guys heard or not, but some guys up there in Brunswick, Georgia, decided to steal my safe. Yep. Uh, um, and took a lot of my money. Uh, but if it hadn't been for that, it would have been the best one I ever had. Uh, did you figure out who had, did that yet? Yes, sir, we did. Uh, they, they got two gentlemen in jail from up in the Brunswick town there. Um, they, uh, I don't know whether I ought to say their names or not. But anyway, they got them in jail and... <laughs> Uh, I think I got my na- their names on my website, but 
Um, but you can say their names if you want. Don't matter. Yeah. You can say it. Ru- yeah. Girl. Don't make me no different. I don't like them. Russell Duggar, Russell Duggar was the mastermind. He's from Brunswick, Georgia. The other guy's a big fella named uh, Jason Perry, and and uh, his nickname is uh, Big Daddy. Uh, maybe by the time he gets out of jail, they'll call him Little Sissy. <laughs> but uh, anyway, I don't have. Did they, they have any money left? Uh, well, I, 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 you know, actually, it's, it's kind of ironic. Uh, we did. I ain't got no left now, but this economy is killing us all. But um, when that happened up at my racetrack, we, uh, several of the racers themselves walked up to me. And, and cause, you know, when you get fifty to $70,000 taken from you, uh, cash money, and your checks, I don't know how much that was, but uh, the racers come up to you, uh, like Chris Madden. He walked up to me, the first one. He walked up to me and says, hey, I got $5,000. Uh, if you need it, keep it. Didn't say pay it back later, we'll talk later, nothing. He said keep it. Uh, I had another fella come up to me, uh, Mike Nasworthy, and uh, he said, Frankie, he said, I got money over in my truck. If you need it, come get it. Uh, you know, and, and Tate Tatum and Ray Miller, and I mean, the list just went on and on. Buddy Massengale. Uh, and and that's, that's the type of people that I bought that racetrack for. Uh, they're good people. They don't know nothing about my finances. Uh, didn't know uh, whether I even had money to give back to them or not. But they, they offered, you know. And, and fortunately, we was able to pull our, our Super Bowl off. Um, when that happens, and I don't guess it does very often, but when it happens, you can't cancel your races when you got people all the way from, from uh, New York and Pennsylvania and Illinois, Ohio, Idaho, everywhere else, you know. So, uh, But it turned out real good, and, and uh, we made the most of it, so. Hopefully I'll have a good weekend this weekend and, and just start the year out right and be done with it. There you go. By the way, uh, do, you call, do you call racers to, to get them to come to your racetrack? Um, I don't. Very, I don't personally because uh, i got another business in Jacksonville, Florida, where I live. But I've got uh, a marketing guy named Bobby Geyer. Um, Who, I, by the way, Ken Kenny does not have enough good things to say about. He, he, uh, he loves Bobby. Well, Bobby, Bobby's a blessing to me. He uh, he he talks to the racers regular. He he calls all over all the time. And uh, in fact, I'm trying to get him to split his phone bill with me because it's just it's costing me a fortune for him calling everybody. But he's a good guy. He calls the racers, <laughs> uh, you know. And, and Ken Kenny himself does that, right? Uh, for his own venue, and and you know it works out good. You need to people like to go to a place that they feel welcome. Uh, I mean, they'll raise can't about a racetrack regardless of how bad they're treated or how good, but still, 99% of them like to feel like they're appreciated. Well, when you go to a racetrack and, and, and the owner or some of his representatives will take the time out of a week to call you, it just kind of makes you feel like you're appreciated, you know? And, and all the years that I raced, and I guess way back past that even, the promoter just didn't really care too much about you. Um... Nowadays, the promoters are getting a different different attitude about it, and I think it's working better for everybody. Good deal. I'll have to say, uh, Jack, I want um, that. That's one thing. When you're talking about tracks down south, doing some doing good and some aren't. Well, I know that one of the promoters, Bobby Deal, there at Charlotte County Speedway, he calls me religiously every time that they've got a late model race coming up, uh-huh. and uh, invites me to come to the race. You know, with with my late model, and I. You know, even though I'm not able to race right now, and I tell him that, he still, you know, calls me, and that goes a long way. You know, that could be why he's doing better, because I'm sure he calls a lot of people. 
Sure enough. Frankie, let me ask you, you uh, I know you uh, are close to Ray Miller, and, and earlier this year Ray uh, had some, some pretty fairly serious health health issues. How's Ray doing? Ray's doing great. He's, he's coming along real well. He's, he's uh, moving around. He's, he's been home for a couple of weeks now. Uh, he went through a, a heck of an ordeal because uh, he, had, he had pneumonia, had type 2 diabetes. He had three three-mile heart attacks, and so he was pretty well beat up there, but, but he's doing well. Uh, he's got, you know, he's getting out and going around, but he's having people drive him. Uh, Ray never had a whole lot of sense, no way, and, and I think it, it impairs his driving a little bit. <laughs> but, um, but he's doing well. He's, he's, Good. he's gotten a ton of calls. Uh, Todd Hutto from East Bay has been up there and visited with him, uh, spent time with him, and, and uh, you know, and just tons of racers have tried to call, and they've, they've called me, they've called Mary Jane Cardwell, they've called Todd, and, and, and he appreciates that. Cool. Uh He'll be up and running. I, I think his first race is actually at my racetrack sometime in April. Cool. All About right. April 23rd or something like that, 21st. All right. Well, we'll see you Friday night. I can't wait. Right. Well, come on. Let me up when you get there and say hello. We'll see you. Thanks a lot for spending some time with us on Inside Florida Racing tonight, Frankie Lloyd. Yes, sir. I appreciate it. Good night. All right. Thank Bye, you. Frankie. Wow. That sounds like a great track. I can't wait to uh, make it up there sometime, Jack. Yeah. And, uh. Frankie Lloyd is uh, it's amazing, you know. Uh, one thing about that track we always remark on when we go there is how orderly everything just seems to run so smooth and uh, mm-hmm. and uh you know, Frankie's just quietly going around uh, checking up on everything in his golf cart all night long, but it's it just runs very very smoothly there. Sounds like he's definitely involved. That's a fact. Tell you what, we're going to take a break, Rob, and I think we're coming back with um the winner of the very first Top Gun Sprint Car Points race. Okay, we'll be right back on Inside Florida Racing.
Carnac.com, your online racing community since 1997. Carnac.com is racing classifieds, racing photos, racing news, lively racing message boards, chat rooms, multimedia, and so much more. And if your race team or racing business needs a website or your website needs a fire lit under it, look no further than Carnac.com. From affordable web hosting to fancy flash animation, Carnac gets it done. It's inside Florida Racing, and we're back. Hey, Rob. Yes, ma'am. What can I do for you? Hey, Rob, we got a top gun with us, man. A top gun. Yeah, man. He's the top, top gun. It's uh, Matt Kurtz, and uh, he won the first top gun sprint car feature. Yes, sir. I did. It was a uh, Friday night, and it was great. Man, the guy you beat, Gene Lasker, I bet he was breathing down your neck at the end. He was. Um, actually, there was a caution with one to go. And, uh, <laughs> pretty much, I just didn't lift the last lap because, you know, Gene's always a tough competitor everywhere you go. He's always fast. And I just uh, pretty much didn't lift and drove as hard as I could and came to the checker first, and it was great. Well, congratulations, uh, Matt, on your win. Uh, it must have just been very exciting for your team. Um, so this must just really, you know, just put the fire in you for this year of racing yeah it's been a great boost for my confidence after the awful year we actually had last year but um this definitely has given us our confidence back uh, we actually won last saturday at palaka and this is just you know another great one to keep it going for us palaka mm. go ahead jack i was going to say cc was looking like where's palaka that's <laughs> putnam, yeah. putnam county speedway oh okay yeah so did that win uh, there in Palatka, you know, carry on to this? Now you're ready to win again, I bet, huh? I'm definitely ready. It's uh, It's been fun, and I hope it, I hope it continues for a while. Um, we got a race this Saturday. It's coming up Saturday in Lake City, and it's another Top Gun race, and hopefully it will continue, and hopefully it will continue to be consistent and have a good year. Talk to us a little bit about Matt Kurtz, uh, who, who he is, who you are, you know, and um, just how much you've been racing, where you started and all that. Well, um, I'm 17. Actually, I um, I started racing BMX bikes a long time ago, and I did that for about five years. And then I raced quarter midgets and for about three years, and I was doing really good in that. I won a state championship, and we finished really great in the national event. And um, we decided to move to mini sprints because we figured it was time. And uh, I raced that for about a year, and we were actually going to go race asphalt and trucks. And my dad best friend Bruce Durden races sprint cars and uh he um I was watching one out on TV and I was like dad we need to race sprint cars and ever since then I've been racing since 2006 I'm pretty sure and uh it's just it's been it's been a fun I'm definitely looking forward to keep racing and I always enjoy racing now the top the top gun sprint series now this is the series where you're going to travel between what is it three tracks um I'm Pretty sure, yeah, it's four, actually. Four. Um, East Bay, Volusia, um, Ocala, and Lake City. So this. How many laps you guys run? Um, it was a 25-lap feature on Friday night. I'm pretty sure all the races are 25 laps. So this is going so, to um, make for a really busy and exciting racing year for you. Yeah, um, between that and the FSDA and the ASDS, hopefully we're going to, we plan on getting about 25, 30 races in this year, so 
it's going to be a busy year, and it's going to be a fun year, hopefully. Now, do you have sponsors supporting you? Um, mainly my dad's construction company, Star Construction. He uh, he does everything he can to keep me racing and keep me competitive, and I really appreciate everything he's done for me. And also my mom, she supports everything we do. And uh, also Maxim Chassis has built a great car. It's always worked for us. And then Third and Surveying and Brent Fraser Racing is just, and he also builds a great power plant. All right. Well, it's great that you have some sponsors helping you out. That's something a, a lot of guys right now don't have. Yeah, it's uh, definitely with the economy. It's rough racing. We you know we're, we we still struggle to get you know some stuff, but uh, my dad definitely helps me and supports me all he can. Well, very You're in good. High school? Yes, sir. I'm actually a senior right now, so I got two more months, and I'm looking forward to graduating. Where do you go to school at? Uh, Bishop Kenny High School. Kids in school uh, pretty much think it's cool that you're racing cars? Yeah, well, I go to a private school, so they're mostly into the football and stuff. But uh, my friends my friends do think it's pretty cool and definitely enjoy, you know, one of my friends, one of my best friends, he uh, comes over and works on the race car with me all the time. Every Monday he comes over and helps me clean the stuff, and he enjoys it. And, you know, some of them, they want to come out of the race and stuff, so they think it's pretty cool. Yeah, you ought to put the name of the high school on it, take it to the next high school football game and run around the track one time when everybody's up there in the grandstands. <laughs> I guarantee you they'll pay attention. They definitely would. <laughs> <laughs> Don't listen to me. You'll get in trouble. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, Matt, um, that sounds really cool, man. It sounds like you're going to have a good season. You're on your way to a, a good season, off to a great start. Uh, you said you're going to run about 30 races. Um Good luck. That's all I can tell you. You know who's you know who's coming after you Saturday, right? <laughs> who's that? I think his name's Lasker. Yeah, he. Uh, I hope I hope he's there. He uh, he raced me clean last race and it was fun. So I'm I'm looking forward to it. I know Bruce Durden's planning on racing, so he's always great. Also, yeah. Gene plan on running the whole deal, Jack. Um, I tell you, we're gonna at the uh, end of this show. We have a. Uh, clip about 20 minute interview with uh, Gene from Thursday night at East Bay Raceway Park. Uh, he and Don Ream, and uh, he uh, indicated uh, that he was uh, going to support the series as much as he could. Well, uh, that should be an interesting interview. Uh, Gene's always a great interview and uh, very candid, uh, pretty aggressive out there on the racetrack, but very good at what he does driving those. Uh, he cars. tells you he, in this interview, he's point blank uh, tells how exactly. Uh, um. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever it takes to win. He no makes, holds barred. He, huh? Yeah, he makes it pretty clear that uh, this is not a place where you come to be friends. It's a place to win races, and uh, he doesn't make uh, hold back too much about that. And, and you know that's it's interesting because you know some drivers have a completely, completely opposite viewpoint. They're there just to have fun. They're not as much concerned with winning as much as they are being out there and having fun and participating. Believe this. Gene Lasker's having fun when he's out there. <laughs> that's a fact. Intimidating yeah. everyone else. He's having a ball. Yeah. He loves it. That's a fact. <laughs> I've actually been on the losing end of his of a, of a race with him before and uh, ended up with a wired-up car. But <laughs> he raced me good Saturday, and it was fun. Yeah, the respect will come. You know, you're young, and uh, the more that you run with him, you know, and the more that you win, obviously uh, – you get respect that way. If they can't catch you, <laughs> yeah. they start to respect you. But uh, 
you know, Gene's a great guy. It looks like you're racing with a, a bunch of great guys there uh, at 15 Car Field. That was great for the first race, and it's only going to get better. Yeah, I definitely look forward to the next few races of the series. Uh, uh, I hope it continues to grow. Don Reams doing a great job. He's always done a great job with the series. He's running, and uh, I'm definitely looking forward to it. Yeah, All right, Matt, we appreciate you coming on with us uh, here on Inside Florida Racing. I appreciate it. It's been a been a been fun. I definitely uh, appreciate being on the show. Hey, Matt, stay in touch with us. Let us know about uh, you know upcoming races and how you're doing, especially those wins. We want to know about it, and and we hope that our Inside Florida racing uh, bumper bounce, whatever you want to call it, uh, our our good our good juju rubs off on you, and you win your next race. <laughs> Hopefully, I like to keep the streak going. That would hey, be let me great. Ask you something, Matt, did you win uh, in Putnam? Uh, this month? Yeah, it was actually last weekend. You got two wins already this month, huh? Yes, sir. We uh we got we built a new car and it's been working great for us. Um my crew chief Chris Indian, he uh he definitely gets me hooked up every race and we're definitely fast. Lay it on him. Lay it on him, Rob. Tell him what well, you, you tell know, him what you can happen what can happen to now, you. Now listen, you. let me let me tell you what happens here, Matt. Okay, it doesn't happen to me, obviously. That's been pointed out. <laughs> but um, a lot of times when when guys come on the show, next week they win. Now, let me give you an example, okay? Jeff Matthews, who I'm sure that you know. You know Jeff Matthews? I know, sir. Okay, well, Jeff Matthews won. Uh, he, just, he just was on the show on Thursday night with Jack, and then he won. What did he just win on uh, uh, at East Bay? Don't make me. Here it goes. He won the Gables Open-Wheeled Modified Feature. Did you know that, Jack? Yes, now, see, he was just on the show on Thursday night. Now, give him another example, Cece. Uh Justin Reynolds was with us, and then that following uh, weekend, he won. But the point is, Matt, is yeah. that every month we uh, present the uh, Hildebrand Jewelers Driver of the Month Award, which is um, a nice plaque. It's a very nice plaque. and uh, But that puts you in the running for the Hildebrand Jewelers Driver of the Year ring, which is this... Uh, you know, thirty five hundred, four thousand dollars super ring. Last year it was uh, the Pandora Jewelers uh, driver. Beautiful golden diamond ring yeah. that Johnny Collins won. That's right, and uh, so th- that's what we do here on Inside Florida Racing. And uh, so when CC's telling you to keep keep us abreast of what's happening in your racing career, there might be something in it for you. Well, that'd be great. That'd be a great honor to have. Well, I'm going to tell you that if you win next week, okay. You're going to get the nomination from me for this month. I don't know the other who the other nominations are coming from, but my nomination is going to be Matt Kurtz if you win this weekend. So you make sure that somehow or another you get back in touch with us. Mm-hmm. We're going to know if you won. So you don't even have to get back in touch with us. You go out and win this weekend, you're going to get my nomination. You never know. You might get a phone call. Definitely appreciate it. It'd be cool. We're definitely going to try to do our best to keep the streak going. Okay, well, thank you so much, uh, Matt, and uh, good luck. And uh, like I said, please stay in touch with us, and we'll be watching you, too. I appreciate it, and uh, thanks again for having me on the show. All right. Oh, our pleasure. All right, Matt, you take it easy, man. Don't worry about Gene. Okay, thanks. All right. Okay, well, uh, we're coming up to the top of the hour, which we're going to take. A not, not yet. Not yet? No, because I need to squeeze this in here a little bit right now. We'll okay. cover some of this now and then a little bit later. We have an article coming out. Um, 
late tonight, it'll actually be out tomorrow for most human beings, um, what would be considered Tuesday. <laughs> At 12.01 a.m. <laughs> About Henry County uh, Speedway, an update oh, on yeah. what's been going on in Henry County. Um, there's been uh, a lot of um, issues that Ken Kenny has had to deal with mm-hmm. down there. Um, uh, some of it from the, yeah, there was a lot of bad permitting situations, things that weren't the way that they were supposed to be, the way the county wanted them to be. Mm-hmm. Um, bathrooms and septic systems yeah. being part of it. Um, that has been taken care of. There Wonderful. was a situation with the fencing um, that was not up to the way the county wanted it. To, they had, as a matter of fact, the, the front straight fence uh, had, there, there had been things repaired that mm-hmm. weren't, weren't done the way the county wanted them. They hadn't gotten the proper permitting and so forth. The fencing was one of them. That's been taken care of. Um, the bleachers have all been certified by uh, by the county now. And um, the bottom line is there's still the issue with the clay. The clay is supposed to be the clay that Ken Kenny wants to bring in. He does not want to open the track without a new track surface and oh i thought that was already handled well it's it is basically it's he has a contract um to and i'm just flipping through these notes here real quick he has a contract to um he's supposed to be bringing that people are supposed to be they're supposed to be able to get the clay beginning like this week coming Mm -hmm. okay the week we're in right now um but this has kind of been something that's been it hasn't things haven't been moving along as fast as he wanted it to on that end, and um, they've been trying to get all the other odds and ends done. Larry Thacker has been putting in a ton of hours down there, um, getting things prepared for the track. And uh, David Augsburger, uh, mm-hmm. Christian's dad, yeah. has been just an enormous help, and uh, it's getting close to the point where Ken can. It wants to have a thing where people can come out because a lot of people have been wanting to help. They want to come out and do help do electrical work or this or that, and it just hasn't been the right time yet because these other issues have to be addressed, addressed first. Yeah. And um, hopefully, this clay issue is going to get solved here in the next ten days. Um, and there's a whole lot of detail we're going to go into in this article with a lot of quotes and different things. But basically, where it sits right now is. If in April the um, clay does not get handled the way Ken wants it to, the track will will will, will be opened. But it's not going. He's not going to bring in big late model events or big sprint car events mm-hmm. or any big events until he gets the track right. And see, the thing is, is that if you have to get clay from far away, dirt from far away, you can. But it costs a fortune to get it moved mm-hmm. to the place where it, where it needs to be. There's clay close by that can be, is, which is what they want. If they get that, then it's going to be awesome well, real soon. How how does this work? Do they strip the track down of the the dirt, the clay that's there, or do they just get layered on top and compact it down? I don't know. Frankly, I don't know. I don't know how that works. I'm interested. If somebody out there knows, I would I would love an answer to that. I, I do know this, that there is like um, 
dirt and clay and racetrack dirt, dirt mm-hmm. racing, there are like lots of people who have different uh, ways and different uh, theories of how you do it and there's different in other words there's different schools of thought yeah. i do know that because i've i've talked to enough people that i've been totally confused because you know different experts yeah. s- see it different ways and one thing i i've kind of come to believe especially here in florida is that the situations are different depending on where you're located in the state obviously the geology of the, of the ground down in in the everglades is not the same as it is up in north florida yeah. but you know what i mean so, anyway, those are issues that um, are working out. The bottom line is of the whole thing is that the track is going to be, every effort is being made by Ken to get this track open in April. Um, and hopefully with the right clay and the right surface so it, it, it's right. Um, if not, then we'll just have to wait a while before you have the, um, <laughs> the, the bigger events. There's probably somebody and want to answer the question. Hey, something else I'm wondering, Jack. Where is where is Bill Green with my uh, Ritterman T-shirt? Bill, don't hold your breath. Bill, I want my. We know t-shirt. you're listening. We know you're listening, Bill. She really is. Uh, we're, we're Rob and I are getting tired of hearing it, man. Yeah, I'm getting tired of hearing it. Um, speaking of David Ritterman, eleventh in points this week. Eleventh in points. You know, and all I want to do is support him. I want to have the T-shirt. And it looks like Eric Amarola is not doing so well. Yeah. Somebody's trying to get his ride, I think. Uh-oh. That's Let's a, see a, how that pans that's a out. tough business there. Hey, um, our, I know we're getting we're getting ready for your your yeah. karting segment. Um, and I never I never got a chance to ask you. Did you did you get to any racing this weekend? No. No, I didn't get to see any racing this weekend other than on TV, but I, I, I have been working on um, getting my SECA license after talking with Tony Amico. Really? Um, That's great. Uh, yes, I, I, it, it's sort of an ordeal. You know, you've got to actually go to an event. The next event is April 18th and 19th at Daytona Speedway. Yeah. And if you go there and you have to rent a car, uh, like a Miata or some yeah. kind of small car, and uh, go through their course, actually, and to receive a regional license, and then at that point you can use your car to go race uh, at the different events that go on here and uh, at other SECA tracks all over the United States. Oh, that's great. I think it would be wonderful if you can get that completed, Rob. That's just would be so much fun for you. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Um, okay. Um, we're going to go ahead and we'll take a break, and we'll come back with your karting segment. Sound good, Rob? Sounds good to me. Okay, we'll be back on Inside Florida Racing. Don't go anywhere.
That's Ace of Base, if I remember that correctly, from back in the, I think that was the 80s. Uh, good evening, everyone. Welcome back to Inside Florida Racing. It is time now for me to turn things over to Rob for his karting segment of Inside Florida Racing. Take it away, Rob. Yeah, it's time for the karting segment. Uh, welcome all you karters out there that are listening, or whether you're racing or potentially racing, uh, at least you're getting into it. And uh, this week, we've got Chase Fitzgerald on. How you doing, Chase? Pretty good, you? I'm doing great. Um, now, uh, talk to us a little bit about Chase. Who's Chase Fitzgerald? Well, I'm uh, 20 years old, and uh, I live in Lutz, Florida. And uh, I've been racing. I started when I was 12. And uh, my, my home track is Dirt Devils. It's just uh, about 15 minutes south of here. And, um, you know, we've been running dirt uh for a while, run the uh, Dirt Devils points, and um, we started uh, running the FK series, and um, been running that for a while. We won the 2008 championship there in Stock Animal, and um, we just actually last year we started running the Desert Camp Cart series and uh, won the championship there on the Triple Crown. And um, go ahead. I was going to say, I'm kind of reading through some of this stuff that you won last year, but something that really uh, strikes me here is that um, you, you've uh, turned racing into a little business here. You've got a business called Cutting Edge Motorsports where you kind of help people at the racetrack with the like uh, learning curve of, of, of starting to race. Correct. Yep, um, uh, me and uh, back in uh, about 2006... Um, a guy came on to help us, uh, Big Ed, and he's been with us. He's a tire guy. He's been uh, in karting for probably about 20 years, I'd say, and uh, he um, started helping me with tires and stuff, and me, my mom, and dad, and uh, him decided to start Cutting Edge Motorsports. And, uh, you know, we're more of a service cart shop. We do uh, a lot of setup, tire services, clutch services. Um, we're a dealer for Falcon Racing Chassis, the uh, national time champion Bradley Gerald builds those out of uh, Dahlonega, Georgia. Um, we deal with motors, uh, Moon Power South. That's uh, Donnie Lewis out of Jennings, Florida. And, uh, yeah, we, we mostly do the things that get you fast and get you up front. We don't do a lot of, uh, you know, inventory stuff, per se, and uh, we just do a lot of setups and stuff. Yeah, you know, um, I don't know if you know or not. I used to race go karts. That's and I race cars, and um, I think that it's real important, you know, about the whole go karting thing uh, with kids and stuff like that. And uh, back in like uh, 2003, after I had raced cars for a while, and I got back into you know buying and selling some go kart stuff, and I um, I wrote something that ended up on the internet called uh, my first go kart race. It was uh -huh. from like 2003. You know, if you Google my first go-kart race, it's funny. It'll come up there within a couple of them. And um, the, the, the hardest thing that I kind of saw when I was really into racing and I was at the top of my game in racing and go-kart was that so many people would start and you would immediately see them doing the absolute wrong thing that some character that doesn't even know how to race told them to do. Yep. And you see them putting it on their cart, putting the wrong gear on, or running some stupid combination that they shouldn't. And you watch them throughout the day, and all they do is have a hard time. And this business that you have 
sort of um, you can help somebody like that, right? Right. Yeah. Like uh, that's funny. Like when we first started racing, we we went out and we bought three go karts. We got a package deal for probably, it was like twenty three hundred dollars, and uh, our first race was experience. It was a double points race at uh, Dirt Devils, and we knocked the wall down a couple times. It was funny. Um, one guy asked my dad. It, <laughs> it's funny. We were. We were sitting there, and he's changing the rear gear, and the guy comes up and asks, why are you changing your rear gear? He goes, I don't know. Everybody else is doing it. It was funny. We just we just said no. It was funny. Yeah, so uh, the business that you have there is you can take one of these racers that's just starting and maybe uh, uh, give them some pointers that help them out, and I'm sure it's at a charge that's not, you know, a whole lot. Right. Yep. I think that is kind of important uh, for you folks out there listening to find somebody like that at the racetrack that can help you. Uh, I know I always had them. Uh, when I started racing, I found somebody that could, you know, help me out, give me the right information. And it's transpired, you know, all the way into my car racing is, you know, I have certain mentors that help me, like in go-kart racing, Vinnie Crawford. Vinnie Crawford was like... Uh, he was like my main mentor in go-kart racing because he taught me some things real quick about driving, but then really taught me things about the 100cc, you know, go-kart motor uh-huh. and uh, racing cars. Uh, you know, uh, Dave Pletcher, uh, real big uh, asset in, in my racing. Jimmy Cope along the way, too, with the information that you take from these guys who are great at what they do and, and you know, put it to something. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, um, you're 20 years old. How long have you been racing carts now? Um, well, I started at 12, so but around 8. We're going on 8 and 9 years now. Now, do you have any aspiration of getting into anything else? Um, I would like to. Uh, you know, we, we look at it this way. Is we want to win, and, and go-karts, you know, the, the cost is, I mean, it's it's there, too, but... And the go karts, we can buy the best of the stuff, and you know, run good week week after week. And uh, with the cars, uh, like I would like to go to cars, but I'd only do that if I got a ride to, um, you know, to go out there. And if you, you wreck one week and you're off for three months, four months, trying to fix your stuff, you know, that's kind of that's hard. Hey Rob, let me interject something here. I was down at Charlotte County Motorsports Park a week ago or so, and uh, uh, I watched uh, this young man. Uh, in the not only in on the on the racetrack but but in the pits and uh i don't know maybe i was seeing something uh wrong but the way i see it is not only did you and uh you went out there and put on one hell of a show on the racetrack with 25 cars you won that night but you were busy all afternoon and and into the evening helping other people get ready man i was pretty impressed by that i gotta tell you yeah thanks yep uh yeah, I mean, I got uh, a couple customers out there now, and that's uh, so why I want them to do good. And uh, when you're at the racetrack, it's no rest home. You're you're working constantly, trying to get faster. And uh, yeah, it was fun. And I I had a lot of help, you know, drafting help with Taryn Henderson, my girlfriend. And uh, yeah, it was fun. Yeah, that that was a great. <laughs> What'd race you do, Lynn? That, that you... was a great race last night. But did he time. did he did he let her lead part of the race and then like took it right at the end? Is that oh, he... I don't think he let her. I think she's a talented driver <laughs> herself. Come on. Just one of those drafting deals. <laughs> now, Chase, um, I gave you a chance to fill into the fact that you've been uh, 
actually driving a late model a little bit. Yes, um, Danny, uh, <laughs> you didn't even fall into it at all. You just kind of went right around it. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> so, so now let's tell the folks about your other aspirations. Yep, uh, Danny uh, Scapano and Tina um, at PBS Sales and Services. They have they own the the '96 sales uh, PBS Sales and Service late model on the. Two weeks ago, Danny was nice enough to let me get a few laps in it, and uh, it was real fun. And we plan on going back out this Thursday to get some more laps and uh, see where it goes. And I'd like to thank Danny for giving me that experience. It's really cool and it's something I really always wanted. Well, that's a good ride to get in right there if you can get in the seat of it. Yep. Yeah, i hoping. I don't, you know, I don't know. we got to see. Okay, he don't want to spill too much out here right now, but uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, you want to thank any sponsors out there um, that's helping you out there in the Soto Champ Car Series? And... Um, first, yeah, I'd actually like to first thank uh, you guys, everything y'all do for the uh, Champ Car Series and go karting in general. It's uh, it's awesome. Uh, Mike Portman, uh, Phil Harp, um, Big Ed, my tire guy, uh, my mom, dad. Um, Southern Express Car Shop, that's the Falcon Chassis, the dealer we're, at, we're the dealer for them, um, and Donnie Luce at Moon Power South. Cool. Well, all right, and uh, don't forget, Cutting Edge Motorsports, if you want to get a hold of, uh, how do we get a hold of you, Chase? Yep, uh, you can call the shop, it's uh, 813-493-1450. You don't have a website yet. No, um, we do, actually, it's funny that... The, it's a long story, but it's actually got shut down. The guy is gone, I guess. Uh, well, I so. know a guy that's into that. Yeah, know, we know a guy that can hook you up. Get your website backed up. You need to email. What is it, Jack? Karnak at Comcast.net. All right. Yeah, I'll look into that because the guy, he's actually on Bob's, actually. There's a lot of other people. He's got other websites out there, and he just. They're all shut down, and nobody can get a hold of them. So. We'll, we'll call you. I'll call you, and we'll talk yeah, about it. Don't go again. to Bob. Go to Jack. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. Chase, I appreciate you uh, coming on the uh, karting segment of Inside Florida Racing, and uh, good luck, you know, with the Soto Champ Kart Series and uh, your other racing that you do, and uh, I hope you can get to drive a little bit more in the late model, too. I'd like to see you out there. Yep, thanks, and... Uh, I appreciate y'all having me on the show. All right, Chase. Thanks right, a lot, there man. There you go. Chase Fitzgerald, folks. Uh, thank you, Chase. Thank you. Yeah, I think uh, Cece has some uh, karting news. news. Okay. The Florida Karting Association ran their second race of the 2009 season at Dirt Devil Speedway north of Tampa, owned by former TBARA Sprint Car champion Sam Rodriguez. A few winners from the larger classes included David Hickens Sr. in box stock heavy, Kirk Champion in Stock Animal, Joey Collins in Stock Medium, Victor Peters in Florida All-Stars, Wesley Gonzalez in Senior Champ, Austin Blankenship in Junior Sportsman 1A, Josh Robinson in Stock Heavy, and Blake Shapiro in Stock Light. For a complete list of all the winners, please visit www.com fkadirtseries.com And we would certainly like to thank Mike Portman again for uh, the work he does in helping us uh, make the make this whole uh, cart segment every week happen. And he, he's the guy behind the scenes that helps us put that together. Did you have any something else there, Rob? Well, I, I want to tell people out there that 
they need to, uh, if they're into carding and they're out there and they've got some results and they need to get them to us, they need to send them to, uh, send them to Karnak at Comcast.net. Send them to you. Send them to Rob Elting at AOL.com. Um, you can get them to Mike Portman, you know, if, if you want. You know, either way, at least get them to us and, uh, Maybe you got, might get a mention. You never know. You know, they do give me a little bit of time to actually talk about Carter. There you go. That's right. We, we want to hear Carter's from you. Carter's out there. I want to see more of you out there getting started in racing. It is the easiest way for you to get out there and get started in competitive racing. If you don't believe me, check it out. All right. All right, Rob. Listen, man, we're going to come back after this next break, and we're going to talk modifies. We're talking serious, serious modified race. But before we do that, a um, couple of things. Um, let's see. Um, first of all, Rex Hollinger let us know that uh, uh, our friend uh, Jerry uh, Benner, uh, known on Florida Karnak message boards and all that as Phrase on 118, is supposed to be released from the hospital today. He's been in the hospital since Friday. And uh, uh, we, we certainly want to see Jerry back with his um, usual vim and vigor. I don't know. Uh, Rex didn't say. Oh, I know. Rex said, uh, uh, this is a quote from uh, Rex Hollinger. He said, uh, I think he had some sort of cosmetic surgery. So, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Okay. That's Rex at work, you know. I mean, cosmetic what do you, surgery. What, okay. do you, what do you say? Uh, also, I want to, uh, you know, Rex. I'll tell you. This was the down at Charlotte County Motorsports Park. Uh, Bobby Deal, of course, been driving people crazy on the message boards with all his uh his uh, gregarious posting. Um, He's got some big things in the world. But i got to tell you, I was down there for just a little bit, about a half an hour on Saturday, 6 o'clock to 6.30 I was mm-hmm. there, and um, that place was packed already. They had a jam-packed place. And I think it was probably the first time that this has happened. It may not ever have been the first time it ever happened, but it's the first time it happened in, you know, four Coons ages. Uh, they had two jet dragsters on the track. What they melt down? What they had the green mamba and did they have the one from the Air Force Reserve over there? Yeah, they had the one that had something to do with back in the day when Bobby Deal damn near got killed at the Soto Speedway and okay. whatever. Uh, I saw it. I don't know what it uh, is exactly, but it wasn't there. But it was pretty cool. They had guys from the Blue Angels out there in the pace pace lap in the cars and uh, uh, had like 20 or 30 Mustangs. Yeah. Out there. It, was, it was pretty cool. It, it was a show going on, I no doubt. I was some of those Blue Angel guys uh, Sunday at the air show. That was a good time. Were you? They did have... That wasn't who you were playing pool with, though. No. No, I was not playing pool with the Blue Angels. Um, I love a man in uniform. Anyway, um... But at the air show, they had an Air Force, uh, the Air Force Reserves jet car. Oh. And that was incredible. I don't think that's what it was. I think that was something. This thing different. was just, you know, it was, it was just amazing. Anyhow, that's cool. So they're still packing them in down there. It's, it's quite amazing. But we're going to come back here in a few minutes, talk about some modified racing. Okay, we'll be back on Inside Florida Racing. Carnac.com, your online racing community since 1997. Carnac.com is racing classifieds, racing photos, racing news, lively racing message boards, chat rooms, multimedia, and so much more. 
And if your race team or racing business needs a website or your website needs a fire lit under it, look no further than Karnak.com. From affordable web hosting to fancy flash animation, Karnak gets it done. Inside Florida Racing, and now we're going to go from, yes? It doesn't go, it doesn't come easy. It doesn't come easy. No, it does not come easy. It does not come it easy. Comes less e- it comes easier if your mic's turned on. Yeah. But, uh. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to go from talking karting to talking modifieds, um, and the, uh, which is the Grouch Myers Memorial, which is being held, uh, April 25th at Bronson. And please welcome Tony Parker. Welcome, Tony. Hey, how y'all doing? We're doing good. We played that music just for you at Don't Come Easy by Ringo Starr because, you know, what you just got yourself into, it don't come easy, man. Yeah, hey, it helps when you don't know what you're getting into. <laughs> <laughs> so how have things gone, Tony? I see you guys have had a couple races. We're having a ball. Yeah, uh, It's been going great, I tell you. I've been really blessed to have the, the staff and uh, uh, the, these drivers. These guys are just... They're fantastic. It's a, uh, it's amazed me at, at how bad they want to race and a good facility to race at, and they're, they're all working as hard, if not harder, than I am to make the track work. That's great. And uh, so, talk to us about this big race you've got coming. I see you stepped right up, and you've got a, 
3,000 to win modified race coming up. Yes, sir. On the 25th, it's uh, uh, 3,000 Grouch Myers Memorial, uh, 3,000 to win, 75 lap, uh, sponsored by Above It All Roofing Incorporated, uh, which is uh, owned by Tim Quick and a uh, real great guy. Raced quite a bit, uh, raced pure stock, and uh, just something he wanted to do to try to help us out and get going here. And uh, we're pretty excited about it. We got some good drivers coming, got a, uh, a lot of a lot of good people working on it and, and helping us to, you know, put it together. And uh, we're looking at uh, Robbie Cooper, uh, Wayne Jefferson, Tate Pierce, Richie Smith, uh, Sean McLaughlin, uh, Curtis Newman, Skip Honaker, uh, Alan McCraft, McCafferty, yeah, Eric Rudd, Lee Collins, Jeremy Gresham, Gershner, Gershner, yeah, yeah, John Gershner, uh, Batman Robinson, Tony Carrera. Uh, Car- what, how you pronounce that? Well, it'd be easier to say who you didn't have coming. Yeah. What a lineup of great drivers! Sounds like you got a good, yeah, big name drivers there. Yeah, we're excited about it. It's uh, <clears throat> Grouch Myers. Uh, Bill Myers is his name, uh, and we just all got to around, grew up around him here, and he's he's been a big part of this community right here, and, and has actually made Bronson Speedway what it was for many years. And uh, we're just trying to honor him a little bit. He passed away this last year, and and meant a lot to us. So uh, that and uh, him and uh, he and Robbie Cooper was real close, uh, along with a lot of people here. So you know, it, it's a big thing for us around here, a real big event for us. So how are things going uh, since you opened it up? You know, you talked about you love the people there. Uh, how's the, you know, the business end of it going? Or things look like they're going to work out? I know it's early. You know, did you have well, fans show up? Yes, sir. Uh, yes, sir. It's early. Um, but uh, we've been really blessed with the, the first three weeks here. We've had a lot of fan participation. Um, we're, we're growing in cars every week, you know, uh, uh, one thing I'm excited about is a lot of the, the drivers that's raced here in the in the past, you know, are, are starting to build cars and, and have an interest in it coming back, you know, and a lot of local drivers. Uh, uh, yeah, Gene Owens, we got Rusty Baker. I know uh, just just to name a few of some that's raced in the past that's coming back out to race and be a part of it. And then we got a lot of new people. Uh, we've got people all over the, all over the area building cars. Uh, it's actually put a lot of these guys. Uh, in these little local shops, busy uh, working on cars. So, right. uh, you know, if everybody uh, that's working on them and, cool. and preparing them here over the next few weeks, we should have a real good car count here in three to four weeks. But right. I know your fan base should definitely pick up because uh, I've talked about it before. You know, I'm pretty familiar with the town, and I know Cedar Key down the road. There's nothing going on down there, so it seems like um, getting news out to them, you can get them out to the racetrack. Yeah, I tell you what's helped us here is we've raised the purse twice, and we'll probably raise it again here. We're looking at another increase in about three weeks on the cars. We've kept the stands low, uh, children 12 and under free. We let uh, handicapped senior citizen in uh, reduced price. Um, but and, and our food and the concession is real good, and we keep the prices down. We're, we're I know we're the lowest anywhere in that. So it's uh, it don't I mean it's it's uh, you know, don't generate as much revenue as you'd like, but on the other hand, it's, it makes it affordable for the community, and that's what we call it here, affordable fund. 
and uh, we had a lady come in uh, the first night with t- uh, ten children. <laughs> she said this is the first time we've been able to go to races in years. You know, so it it's, it helps, and uh, it it certainly it shows off in the stands. You know. Well, that must have made you feel real good that. You know, your pricing is allowing families like of that size being able to afford to come out. I'm sorry, I, I missed that question. No, I, I was just saying that must have made you feel good that, you know, when you heard that comment from that mother. Oh, yeah, yeah, yes, and the kids love it. You know, uh, we're starting to get um, school participation out here. Uh, we're going to do... Uh, a benefit. We're looking at, at, at the, toward the end of the year trying to do something with the Shans Miracle Network over there, and uh, and some other groups, you know. But it's really uh, the way we're, we're our format is here is really starting to to uh, create a lot of interest in the community and what we can do and and, and uh, uh, interest, you know, uh, throughout the community. So I'm excited about that for sure. That's cool. The- Go ahead, Rob. Uh, I was gonna say for those that that have interest in um, you know wanting to go race at Bronson Speedway, I might tell you that they they're running a uh, sportsman class, street stock class, pure stock class, uh, four cylinder bombers, and uh, Hornet. So all affordable classes out there, and uh, you know uh, you got one, you got it in the garage. Uh, you guys in Bronson, you used to email me and, and get with me in different ways and want to know when they're going to open the track back up. Well, the track's back open and. Uh, they need you there. Tony needs you there, Ray. And, and you know, I, I didn't uh, ask you about the other weeks, but I know on opening night you had a, a very good crowd there, and you had uh, good car counts. So, hey, that's that's uh, what more can you ask? Yeah, we've been blessed. we got one more thing that I'm proud of. I, I think is going to be a, a help to us and and uh, allow more participation is uh, uh, I've got four cars that are just about ready, and once I have them ready, uh, we're going to draw uh, tickets in the stands on uh, race night, and uh, we're going to start out with four cars. And I hope to get at least eight to ten that I have myself that will be track cars, and uh, uh, we'll draw four people. They'll come out to the, the track Thursday night, practice, and if they qualify, you know, uh, everything's okay. Then that next Saturday night they'll get to drive in their own class. You know, we'll change. Every week we'll pick uh, new drivers. That we, we get to come and race in a class on Saturday night, the next Saturday night. Can we get CC in one of those cars? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like fun. Yeah. I want her to, that'll get her, if that'll get her to come to Bronson, she's never, CC, you've never seen a place like Bronson. It's nice. If, if you folks haven't ever been to Bronson, I'm going to tell you, there is not another racetrack in our state that's like Bronson Speedway. That's a fact. It is definitely unique. Yeah. It's a unique bull ring. It, it certainly is. And I was just sitting here thinking, you know, how, how many car, how many modifieds do you think will will start on that night, um, uh, the 25th, well, Tony? We, we figure uh, about 30. Yeah. Five to 30 at minimum. Whew. Ooh, what a nice field of cars. Oh, yeah, boy. They've the race there in a while. They're going to be there, Jack. Oh, man. I'm telling you, that's going to be a big, big night. That could be the biggest night at Bronson in a long, long time. In a long time, yeah. We're, pra- we're going we're gonna to have practice on Friday night, open practice for them during, all day Friday. Uh, and then also that same night we're going to run a $1,200 uh, pure stock race too. So we're expecting uh, uh, you know maybe 25 cars in the pure stock class that night too. So we'll have a big night. What What is the uh, entry fee and um, stuff for the modified race? The modified will be a $75 entry fee. 
and uh, pure stock would be twenty five. And do they have to pay to come practice? Uh, on the on Friday night? Yeah. Uh, no, that's included in their entry fee. Cool. That sounds great. Um, you know, I, I'm telling you, these guys are going to be excited to get there. All these guys that you named, uh, one of them, Jefferson, uh, the Rocket Man, he'll be on our show tonight. But the Gershners, you know, uh, all those guys you named, they're going to be fired up to get to go back and race in Bronson again. We're excited to have them here. We're going to try to give them a good facility to race at and have a lot of fun. That's cool. That's very cool. I, that's going to be a very big event. And uh, each week uh, between now and April 25th, here on Inside Florida Racing, we're going to have uh, we're going to try to have Robbie Cooper on next week, and and uh, uh, maybe another driver. Each week we'll have a driver or two um, from the modified ranks come on. And uh, there's a lot of good ones out there, and and it's one of the the most exciting racing classes in Florida that's affordable. And uh, you know, I always say, man, when you bring 25 or 30 of those guys out onto the track, um, if the fans don't feel that, then they 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 don't feel anything, man. You're right. It's, some, it's going to be some of the best drivers in the state and some of the best racing. How many laps are you running? 75. 75 laps. Yeah. Right. Yeah, 75, 75 laps, yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Of, of pure excitement. It'll, it'll be fun to the last lap. Tony, have you had any um, interest with some other business out there, other businesses wanting to get involved at the racetrack since you've opened it back up? Yes, sir, I have. Um, uh, we've had... You know, uh, uh, wanting to do some different shows and different activities out here. One of the things, one of the things we're going to do is a swap meet once a month. We're adding that on, and, and of course, we've still got the mud bog. We're finishing up with that and the permit and so forth. And uh, talked to my engineer and all uh, yesterday, uh, no Friday, and uh, indicated we should have everything we need to open this thing up here close to the, the the date that this is going to uh, our big race here on the 25th so i may try to do something right around that maybe the day before or uh something like that to go along with this you know our first mud bog night and that's that's drawing a lot of interest too you know a lot of racers uh you know, enjoy mud bogging too and, and the other way around so i know they got what the, the horse hole down the street so they're probably tired of racing there they're ready for something new they're always hunting something new Right. We're hoping to provide it for them. <laughs> well, it'd be nice if some of those guys would build a car and get out on the racetrack. Now, looking uh, from the aerial view of the track, I forgot the track still still a figure eight racetrack, isn't it? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And we've got figure eight scheduled uh, uh, one race for sure every month, and uh, and we're going to try to do one every other night. But we definitely have one a month scheduled. Cool. Are they going to be a V eight figure eight class? Yes, sir. Figure out. They'll be. Uh, we're looking at the the ones we have scheduled right now are the uh, pure stock uh, street stock uh, bomber class, and I'm still negotiating with uh, the super uh, the super uh, figure eights for that. Cool. Man, you don't even need them if you get those regular uh, street stock figure eights out there, and you can get a field of them guys out there. Man, that that'll be a show. Yeah. That'll be a show because you won't be able to get enough of them superstar figure eight. Yeah, and you know these guys, th- these guys here, it'll benefit them. We've got a pretty good little purse to go along with it, um, a real good purse actually. And uh, so you know they can run their pure stocks, they can run their street stocks, and then participate this in too. And and uh, with the payback that we have, they can go home with a little bit of money in their pocket and have a good time too, and and put on a real good show. 
All right. Tony yeah, Parker. Great, man. I'm glad. glad Getting it done, man. Getting it done. Exciting things in store this year for Bronson. This sounds like a really good time up there. To give me something to do on Saturday nights now when I'm up there in Levy County, because I'm telling you, there ain't nothing else going on. So, you know, if you ain't doing nothing, you need to get on out of Bronson Motor Speedway and check out the races. All right. Tony, we're going to run now. We're going to talk to uh, Wayne Jefferson. He's uh, our next guest here lined up in the queue. Uh, and uh, we'll be talking to you real soon, man. Thanks a lot for spending some time with us on Inside Florida Racing. Thank you all very much. And thank all the race fans. All right. Take it easy, Tony. Bye, Tony. All right. Wow. $3,000 to win. That's enough to get the modified guys up off the couches and out in the garage. Break them ready. out. Get them hey, ready. Hey, Chuck, I need to say that I don't want to sound like there's nothing going on in Levy County. There's plenty of things going on. Cedar Key's a great place, man. If you love the water. You, you don't place. work for the chamber. Quit Get it. on out there to Cedar Key. Take the trip out there. I'm telling you, you'll have a good time. Uh, Chiefland, which is right down the street from Bronson. Um, it's a great little town. they got a great barbecue joint called Bill's Barbecue. And a place, listen to this, Jack, a house called the Hamburger House that sells obviously nothing but hamburgers and homemade french fries. We'll and this Chamber of Commerce moment brought to you by... And we'll be right back. Well, <laughs> inside yeah, Florida Race. You're going to go to Bronson and spend the weekend. That's cool. Yeah. No, it sounds great. I need to get up to that part of the state. CC, listen. Yeah. I think he'll get you in a car. If there's anybody that's got some power to get you behind the wheel of the car, that was the guy right there. Well, we're going to have to work on that. All right, Make we'll... it happen. We'll be back with Inside Florida Racing and the Rocket Man.
inside Florida Racing, and uh, I'm excited. We got him. We got him. It's the Rocket some, uh, Man. I was expecting some Elton John or something, you know. Rocket Man. Yeah, you know, Rocket Man. He's the Rocket uh, Man. You know, I'm talking to Jack, actually. <laughs> uh, sorry about that, Wayne. We got Wayne Jefferson on the line, Rocket Man. Hey, Wayne. How you doing? Doing well. How are you? Get you some... Uh, Music from the number one board op there, and he didn't. He didn't do it. Uh, he wasn't on top of his game. Hey, uh, listen, man. We just talked to the man, the man with the plan up there, Tony Parker at Bronson, and uh, he's going to let you come race. Oh, he is. Yeah, that's awesome. three thousand dollars for you if you can get it. Uh, I hear you. I want to save that for me. Put my name on it. <laughs> so, so tell everybody what it's like to uh, get to go back and race at Bronson. When's the last time you raced there? Oh, I don't even know, to be honest with you. It's really not my favorite track uh, out of all of them, so uh, it's my least favorite probably. So I just, you know, I, I, I've had good, <laughs> good laps there, but just ain't had good finishes. But we're going to yeah. go back and support the deal and see what, you know, what they got to offer, and hopefully, you know, we'll get a good car count. I mean, that's what, mainly what we need to do here is keep some tracks and some race cars in business. So my guess is is that you haven't had good luck there. No, I haven't had really good luck there. For some reason, that track just uh, doesn't fit my style. And, you know, I kind of overdrive it a little bit here and there, and then, you know, little mistakes cost me, to, you know, cost me a lot. So, Have you raced there? You've raced there since the wall's been up, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We've been there. We ran there, um, I don't know, it's been a few years, though, but it, it, it's uh, we ran there quite a few times, actually. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, the, the, the last time I remember a really big modified race there was the that that night of the uh, remember the first year that that uh, when Leroy Davidson and Bonnie uh, Hill and and uh, Mike Cope put together that three race series. Yeah, yeah, that Cortico deal, whatever kind of was. Yeah, that was the last time I remember a really big, exciting modified race there myself. Yeah, like Thirty three cars or something. Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah, probably have that kind of deal there again. Races there and get five. Yeah, yeah, there are races there. Yeah, no, it's a pretty good, you know, it's a pretty good track. It's just, you know, it's one of them tough little one-groove tracks, tough to get around. So it just doesn't fit my style for some reason. You know, I mean, I may go there and, and win, and you guys will be, you know, wanting to call me up and, and pick on me about it. But, you know, it would just be, you know, my turn, basically, I guess, luck of the draw, because, you know, we just, I don't have a lot of confidence there, you know, as far as getting it done. So, you know, we go there and <laughs> see what we got. Okay, so just out of curiosity, <laughs> Wayne, what is then your favorite track? Oh, my favorite track is Lakeland by far, but it's gone now. It's gone. So. Sunshine Speedway, it's gone. Yeah, it was gone. Citrus Soto Valley is probably one of my now. other favorites. And it might as well be gone. So Citrus Citrus probably, you probably like Citrus County. Yeah, He's so positive and uplifting tonight, I, I, Jack. I, I'm telling you. <laughs> that's why we have Wade with us tonight. Why is everybody laughing at me tonight? Is it just funny that, you know? No, we're... <laughs> we're laughing with We're you. laughing with you, Wayne. Yeah. Uh, I know there's some conspiracy going on when Bonehead's behind it. Yeah. No, there's no conspiracy, actually. I, I think that, <laughs> you, that we're going to give you good luck, as we do with all people that come on the show a week before. But I, I think that just because you, you said that, you know, um, it was your least favorite place, I, I'm having some, you know, I'm having some good feelings that you just might come out okay there. Yeah, that might be nice. I, maybe I'm working, it, working, it, working the luck, good luck up on it, talking about it. Yeah. So, who are some of the guys that you race against, who are good there? Oh well, of course Cooper, Robbie Cooper. He's from up there. He's the one that called me actually this morning, nine o'clock, blowing up my phone, 
telling me hey, about wait, it. Make sure you're there so I can wear you out. Yeah, <laughs> right now, no testing. You don't get to do no testing. Sit <laughs> at the shop. That's the way it stays until it's time to race. But you know, it, it, he, we, me and him, we have a good time together. You know, we, we race real good together. So, you know, of course, he wants me there, and you know, I want to go support the deal. So. I don't know, you know, I, don't, I think Sean McLaughlin's going to be coming there. I know I talked to Tony Carino. He's already going to be coming there. Um, you know, it's been a long time since I've been there. I know Timmy Moore used to run good there, but I don't know if he's going to be coming or not. And, uh, you know, I talked to Ralph today. He, he ain't run too bad there before, and he's thinking about coming. So Ralph When's the last time so. Timmy's had his car out? So Timmy, well, he got another car actually now, and he's been rebuilding the whole deal, and he just kind of, you know, more or less taking his time. He's, I guess he's been doing some stuff with his kid now, go kart. So he's just, you know, taking time off like everybody else, I guess. Yeah, that's cool. Now, will those guys that race over at uh, at New Smyrna with the eight thousand horsepower cars, will they be there too? You think? No, they probably won't show up. Now, you might get a couple of them that'll show up, but for the most part, you know, you ain't going to get no tank tuckers or Jerry Simons or nothing there, probably. So. Yeah, you're not going to get no high horsepower to really hook up there. I mean. It's not that kind of track, man. You need a car that handles well and can do... Because during the race, that's that's the tough thing at that track. Qualifying, even for me at that track, I used to do well qualifying there. Racing there, totally different yeah. story because when you're yeah. racing, you're, you're side by side and, it, and it, it, the track doesn't work out there. Yeah. <laughs> there ain't no room for that. But Back then, there was no wall either, so there really wasn't any room. The <laughs> best way to win is to start on the pole. That's the best way to win there. Yeah, and keep your nose clean, and I, I, I think that uh, I think you guys will have a pretty good car count up there, and I think it's going to be going to be good. You know how when you get together with guys you haven't seen in a while and race, I think that's what it's going to be. Well, let's look at this, uh, Wayne. When you raced at Lakeland, uh, you would race uh, what the fifty lap, seventy five lap races mostly, right? Right, right. And then what would they pay to win? Uh, it depends generally around fifteen hundred to two grand, depending on you know the, the car count and or you know you know the lap. Well, that's that's what I'm getting at. I'm putting this in perspective. This is a pretty big big purse for for the yeah, modifieds, absolutely. and it's about damn time. Yeah, absolutely, it sure is. And and that's you know that's more or less what I would hope. Think get some of these cars out of these garages, you know. And I mean, we're not we haven't been racing as much this year, you know. So, but you know, I was looking for something to do here in the next month or so, and Robbie called a day, so it kind of worked out perfect, you know. I mean, even though, like I said, it's not the first place I'd pick, but hey, you know, that's where they're having the money, that's where they're having the show. I mean, there's a racetrack there, so, you know, I'm a racer and, and I'm going to go and uh, do my best. All right. Talk you about um, some other stuff that they're going to be having there um, on the night that you guys are practicing. I think that they're having a big race on that night. You know, Tony, he's really stepped up, this guy that's taking the racetrack and uh, laying some money out there, so hopefully he has yeah. a few races for you guys this year. Yeah, no, that's awesome. I mean, uh, you know, we need some more guys like him there to get a hold of these racetracks and kind of, you know, thinking outside the box, doing whatever it takes to, you know, make things work these days, get people out. You know, you got to get these people out to race, get their cars out. Of course, you you won uh, the Sunday race down in Charlotte a week ago. Yeah, we sure did. We got we kind of got lucky, I feel like, because, you know, we, we, we qualified ninth and then the uh, fast qualifier pulled nine and inverted nine put me on the pole, so... Uh. Uh, I just, uh, I, you know, we were, we were able to hold on and race, you know, but it's the first time I'd been on them treaded tires, and uh, they were they had, you know, a couple hundred laps on them. I borrowed them to, to run on. We put one new right rear on, and uh, we were able to hang on and take care of there. But, you know, it's, again, it was just one of them deals where it was hot and greasy. It was 
the sun was out, you know, there during the day and, uh, you know, really wasn't good for side-by-side racing. So I feel like we kind of got lucky. If we'd have been back there in the pack somewhere, we probably would have been bouncing around with some of the rest of them. But staying out front was easy, made a lot easier. So. That's cool. All right, well, man. that's always the best place to be. Yeah, no doubt about that. You know, stay out of trouble. But, I mean, it, well, these tires deal they got going, this treaded tire, I mean, I think this is going to be good for car count. I mean, Bobby had 17 cars down there, you know, for a Sunday afternoon race. I mean, you really can't complain about that too much these days, you know, and it's the same thing, Citrus is having 19, 20 cars field. So, I mean, you know, these guys that are doing it are, are starting to get more cars slowly but surely. So I think that whether we, you know, whether we personally like them or, or how we have to deal with them is not going to be as irrelevant, as relevant as, you know, getting the car count built back up. Well, that's why you've been the guy I've been talking about that. You know, I, I mean, I've talked to you about that a number of times over the last two or three years. That you, Wayne Jefferson, keeps saying the tires are, are killing us. It's costing us way too much money. So they are, and I, you know, and like I said, I'm not. You know, the treaded thing is, you know, it takes away from what we do. You know, the race cars, it's not as racy as far as you know, getting lap times and speed out of it, but. I mean, whatever puts on a better show and can keep this whole deal going, you know, is going to be what works best, not not what I personally, you know, would like. You know, it's just got to benefit everyone. So Yeah, we just got a, just got a text message from Mike Peters from Ocala Speedway. Of course, the owner, he said, it's about damn time. <laughs> <laughs> I miss that place. I run good there, boy. Ocala, for some reason, that was... It's still, it's still open, Wayne. Yeah, you know, it's kind of, kind of got the wrong... Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Now, now you probably weren't listening, but we had uh, we opened the show tonight with Mr. Chris Fontaine, who's been up there running on dirt. He's been winning right out of the box. Yeah, I'd like to try it. He's running street stock out there and really getting a feel for it. He was saying that he liked the street stock out there because it, it gets so loose out there, and he can really get a feel for the car that it helps him out when he gets in the truck. It really gets gives him a feel for the truck. So. He's going to be trying to qualify his truck this week and uh, running the Kroger 250. That's cool, man. I'm, I'm glad to hear it. Yeah. I know he's been working hard trying to get his truck deal going there, so yeah. I, I hope he does real good at it. Well, Wayne, when we, 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 we heard about this modified race, we figured we'd, we'd, we'd get you on here first, and uh, uh, we're going to have people on every week. Next week, like we said, we'll probably have Robbie Cooper, maybe somebody else, but every week we'll have a driver or two. Because we certainly need more modified racing because it's really, really exciting, especially when we got big fields of cars. Yeah, absolutely. It always is. And you know, I'm just glad to be a part of it and, you know, and be a part of the show and just hopefully we, I can, you know, be a part of something that, that's positive about keeping this whole racing thing going and keeping it alive. All right, okay, Wayne, thank you so much for joining us on Inside Florida Racing tonight. Hey, thank you. And, uh, you know, we. We we hope that you receive the Inside Florida Racing bump, and yeah, uh, maybe you'll win next week. And and you'll yeah, win. Nice. Well, it's actually he's got a while to go. It's well, yeah, it's the twenty fifth, but yeah. still. Yeah, the twenty fifth. Sending out that positive vibe, guys. I'm just sending out that positive vibe. No problem. Okay, Wayne. Talk with you later. All right, y'all. Good night. Bye. All righty, I tell you, so many, so much racing and excitement in the state of Florida. I do want to take uh, just a quick moment and um, I want to thank Casey Mays and her staff at Fancy Work Embroidery. Uh, they take such good care of the Real Racing USA and Inside Florida Racing staff with um, our our staff shirts and, and jackets, and also she is the um, maker of my. Um, 
limited edition C.C. Brooks racing caps that are from my, from my radio station gig, Kicks Country 92.9. And if you are in need of getting a new race, your fire suit embroidered, maybe you're looking for some hats that you want to your your crew to be wearing or, t or shirts that you need embroidery work done or maybe any kind of promotional items or t-shirts done, go to fancyworkembroidery.com. That's fancyworkembroidery.com and talk to Casey Mays uh, there and she will take good care of you. And by the way, fancyworkembroidery.com is a racing family business. Do you know what that, that uh, ringtone is? That's the special ringtone for my mother. <laughs> For your mother. <laughs> Does your mother know you're on the radio right now? Okay, well, hi to Jack's mom. Yeah, well, let me tell you. Let me tell you. Now, we have something here that we just have to do. Okay. It's two minutes of fame on Inside Florida Racing, and let's see. We are giving uh, Mike Lawhorn. His two minutes of fame on Inside Florida Racing. Mike, you are on the air, and it's your two minutes of fame. Mike's racing in the Mini Stock 100 at Citrus mm, County. April 11th. Yeah, April 11th. So are you looking forward to the big race? I am excited about it, yes. It's been coming on for a while, and uh, I can't wait for it to get here. Jim Curry has put uh, put a lot, a lot of effort into this race, and... Uh, it uh, can't get here soon enough if if, if I'm able to do 100 laps <laughs> myself. It'll be the longest race that I've ever been in. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, there's stuff still coming. I mean, today uh, we announced that uh, Sunny, Line, uh, Sunny Land Roofing Supply added sponsorship a couple hundred bucks, like $50 on four separate uh, uh, lap uh, fi or finishing uh, right. finishing Jim, places. Jim has been telling me he's been getting a lot of that. Um, that, that he told me today that there was a uh, a street stock driver, Chris. Um, Chris, that, that, go ahead. Huh, that called in and uh, and and offered to to, uh, to sponsor laps and, and stuff, and and that that's coming from a street stock driver that uh, has a business, but uh, is back in the show, which is great it's, uh, for other racers and other classes to get into it. I think it's great. Yeah, L&B Racing, uh, the number 20 uh, Thunderstock, at, uh, I guess at Citrus, uh, Chris Hickey's put in, uh, they're putting up 50 bucks for the leader of lap 20 and the, whoever finishes 20th position. So Yeah, that's, that's great. And, uh, you know, with, with Jim and, and Critter there at the track working together, and the, the, the payout for this race is just phenomenal. I, it's, I've never been involved with anything that, that – has had that kind of a payout, and uh, you know Jim Jim's promoting it. He's putting his heart and soul into this thing, and uh, it, it ought to be a great show for the fans to come out and see. And uh, you know we're we're going to have the halfway point, um, the break at the halfway point, which uh, which will give some of us a little break to catch our breath, I'm sure. But uh, it uh, we're going to start 30 cars in it. Um, so it, uh, I know that entry form or that, uh, on the website, it, it only goes down to 24, I think, but they are starting 30 cars in that. Yeah. Now, did, let me ask you this. You raced many stocks at, uh, at Citrus? Yeah. Yes, sir. I've worked, I've raced there about six, seven, eight years now. Um, uh, I was racing there when Jim won his championship there. Um, I haven't won a championship yet. I finished second twice, so, um, 
But, uh, yeah, I've been racing there for quite a few years. I love it. It's uh, To me, it's a perfect track for uh, many stocks to race on, especially with what they've involved into nowadays. I mean, they're, they're four-cylinder late models anymore. Yeah. You know, and and uh, Citrus, to me, is a perfect track for it. And uh, I'm really looking forward to this. I wish they'd have some more races like this throughout the, you know, throughout the year. Maybe not a big series, but, you know, like a, like a triple crown or something, you know, like sure. with the late models. You know, if you, if you got three tracks that work together and, and, and all of them promoted a 100-lap race, and if you just had three a year, that would be that would be great, I think. I think you're right. Now, let me ask you. I know that every time I've been to Citrus, the mini stocks always have a pretty good field of cars. I think the last time was like up in uh, on the 17th of, of January. I think there was like 20, 20-some cars there that night um yeah, right i mean you always got a bunch of you guys right yeah yeah we we um the, the first three weeks of this season we've been averaging about 12 14 to 16 cars or so and uh but yeah there and this race here i'm really expecting a lot of cars I, i'm actually expecting like this week and then next week the week before the hundred lapper for a lot of people to come out and do like a test and tune session, you know, to get ready for the hundred lappers. Well, now you guys that race there on a regular basis, you're not just going to let these outsiders like Storer and them guys uh, just come in there. I mean, Sermons no, and them guys. No, no, no. If they if they get it, they're going to work for it. Because well, you, you've got the regulars there like Clint Foley, George Newman, Kevin Herod. If he if he decides to race, you know, he's a champion from last year. Um, so yeah, it's. Uh, if they come in and take the money, they're going to have to work for it. Ain't nobody going to hand it to them. <laughs> this is going to be a great race. You know, this is definitely a race that you know you don't want to miss. And I, I believe you're right. It, it is going to be the biggest mini stock race of this year. And 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 according to Jim, this is just the first one of uh, many that they're going to do. Uh, and like I say, him and the track are working real well together, working hard together to uh, to put this together. They're going to open up one of the places after the race for a little party for the mini-stock guys. And, uh, and uh, so, yeah, it, it's going to be a big event, and uh, I just I just can't wait. I, I hear that there's drivers from Georgia coming down, you know, and, and I seen on the website the other day where uh, I, I think it was some guy from Idaho or Ohio or someplace was talking about a series that he run up there. And, you know, I mean, they're, they're talking about it from uh, – from a far distance, you know. Yeah, Idaho, Boise, Idaho. Mm. Yeah, that where that was from. Yeah, I seen that on there, and I, I thought, man, that's that's reaching out there. Well, that's that's one of the things that's funny about, you know, the internet just opens these doors. It's we do a show here every Monday night, you know, that's all about Florida racing, but I mean, we've got emails from that's not actually the maybe that is the farthest, but we get emails from people in California from time to time. We get. Emails from people. I had an email from Nova Scotia. I mean, it's That's it's amazing. It is amazing. I mean, people. Uh, Florida is kind of one of those destination places. So, yeah, everybody. Okay, would that be to have a mini stock from Nova Scotia, huh? Well, you know, when 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 Mike Peters ran that uh, 24 hours of Ocala a few years ago, when it was still on asphalt up there, the, mm-hmm. the or the 12 hours of Ocala, the third place cars were people that came down from Tennessee, and you know, I mean, so it's yeah. it, it's. Uh, I wouldn't be a bit surprised to see some guys from Georgia come down. Yeah, and uh, and I wouldn't either. And it's it's getting out there thanks to 
Carnac and I and and all the sponsors. I mean, everybody's talking about it when when you when you call these drivers or people. I, I've got a gentleman coming down from Tennessee that uh, I have another car out here in my garage that uh, I've been trying to sell, but with the economy, I decided I'm going to put a motor in it, and he's coming down. Randy Teston, uh, he drove down here for a while, and uh, he's coming down to drive in the hundred lapper. We're going to put a motor together in it, and and uh, just to have another car out there, so. And if everybody would do that, there's no telling how many cars we could get in this race. Well, you know, it just like it's just going to be a great opportunity for for race fans as well as drivers. And you know, if you're out there, if you if you know a mini stock driver who hasn't been you know racing lately, encourage him to break that car out, get it tuned tuned up, and to uh, join there's the race time. April 11th at Citrus County Speedway. Um, it's going to be a, a great time, and they can find more information about this race, of course, at Real Racing. Uh, USA. They've got uh, information up there. Go to Carnac.com. They'll find the link and go and get all the details. Mike, thank you so much for joining us tonight, and we look forward to seeing you up there at the big race on April 11th. Thank you very much for having me. Our pleasure. Now, Jack, I believe that there is a, that was his two minutes of fame on Inside Florida Racing. Um, I know, you know, um, we you have a special interview. Yeah, we're closing the play. show with a Lasker but interview, I, Gene I, Lasker. I believe that you wanted to um, talk about the the race. That's also something about New Smyrna Speedway. Is is that something that you that actually? You we're we're going to talk about that later. I okay. just, I put that on there. Uh, there's a uh, Billy Har- Harvey Memorial race coming up at, at New Smyrna. And that's that'll be a super late model. Race. Yeah, we'll okay. be talking about that later. And okay. Uh, That'll be next week and the and the weeks after. Okay, and the interview that you're going to play as we go. This out is here uh, Gene Lasker and um, and um, uh, Don Ream talking sprints, and uh, this is one of the more interesting uh, little uh, interviews that we've been involved with in the last oh, few Don years. Don Ream, so. one of my favorite guys in racing. Yeah, Dean, uh, Asker, uh, Gene Lasker can't hardly get a word in edgewise, of course, with Don. Uh, he's always running his mouth. You know, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> anyway, we're going to leave you with that one. Good night, everyone. Enjoy the interview, and we'll see you back here next Monday night on Inside Florida Racing. Same place. Good night, Rob. Good night, Rob. Take it easy. And join us at the table right now, a legend. What what I would like to call, and what I write him down as, I think he's the winningest active sprint car driver in the state of Florida, in the southeast pretty much. Uh, he's also, we got to ask about the Don Ream connection, but I know Don's here, so we're going to talk about him and you together a little bit later. But man, how how many years you've been doing this now? Uh well, we got into sprint cars in 1990. 1990. But before that, you were like a street stock racer. Yeah, we only stuff, like, right? we raced. We I first I got my first race car in like '88. 1988. I went from street stocks right into sprints. Let's get uh, Don. Don, come quick. on up because I know you're going to be part of this, and we're going to talk about your Gene, stuff too. But you and I rode in a pace truck that night when uh, Stan that. gave you the the collar, the oh, dog man, collar. We got to go with that. Remember we well, we were in the yeah, pace yeah. truck together. But something that you told me that night stuck with me. You told me about how you used to run that street stock at Sunshine and here and there. Tell us a little bit about the guy and the fire and what you did with that street stock. Uh, well, the guy, well, he, the guy in the fire wasn't—he wasn't in a fire. He, he had a plastic rim blow up in his face and it tore his face off. No, what you did with the street stock on the front stretch here. 
that was the story I wanted to get to too. Oh, okay, I about know. how you took care of Don. That was Don. He doesn't realize. Okay, that, that was Don. It wasn't gotten. Oh, no, okay, okay. no, no fire. What <laughs> was this? We was in Alabama, I right. think, and um, Phoenix City. Phoenix City, and uh, I was helping a sprint car, uh, Jerry Rod, at the time, and I was wanting to get a tire mounted. And I, uh, I said, Don, mount this tire. And Don said, well, you have to wait. I'm going to mount this tire. And I looked over, and I said, this guy don't drive a sprint car. And Don said, listen, uh, you dude, you're going to have to wait. I said, wait a second, Don, you're, you come here with the sprint car people. You're going to do sprint cars only. Get out of here, bomber driver. Well, I guess he drove a light model or something. He had a plastic rim. So I sat there waiting. I turned my back for a second. I turned around, and Don leaning over. The tire went boom. Well, it hit him right in the face and from his nose up just tore his face off. I mean, he was just skeleton right there. Wow. And I looked down, I went, oh, my God. I pulled my T-shirt off. Luckily, I had a brand-new white T-shirt on, and I put it around his head and helped him push his face down and wrapped it up. And uh, there was nothing else I could do for him then, you know. I mean, then everybody ran over, and he got ambulance. And uh, But what, you stayed in the hospital there for a while. Ten days. Well, I was winning the street stocks like crazy. I mean, I went anywhere, everywhere I went, we won with the street stock. And I came out here and started uh, 19th in the field and won the feature and got out of the car in the front straightaway and said, listen. I'm donating this car to Don Reams. He got his face blowed off. He's in the hospital. He can't make it home. I want to raffle it for a dollar a ticket, and all the money's going to go to him. I want you guys to know that I'm getting out of the car right here in the front straightaway. I want a record driver to take it. I want East Bay to come to take this car from here. I want the seat belt, seat gauges, everything, tires, rims, everything on this car. The illegal motor everybody thinks I'm running. <laughs> I said it all goes with it right now. I'm getting out of this class, and I'm not going to drive street stocks no more. And I, and I started driving sprint cars after that. Yeah, but you gave the money that night. You gave a collection. You gave the money from the car, everything to help your friend. Yeah, I went, I went through, Alabama. I, I went through it. I went. I took my helmet, went through it, and made people give me money. You know, they'd hand me a twenty dollar bill. Say, here, give me change. I say, okay. I st- take the twenty, and keep walking. Ladies and gentlemen, Gene Laster. <laughs> I'm telling you, and that, that's the stuff I know about Gene from being a friend with Gene so many years that I keep having to hammer on people that he's not such the. Ding dong, dickhead at the track. They all think. Well, I am that guy. Yeah. You put the helmet on. It's different. Right. I mean, this is a competition sport, and you're not here to make friends. That's right. Okay. You mean your best friend could be right next to you. I will pin him into a parked car if that's what it takes to win that feature. I'm amazing. I know. Not against a lot of wreck somebody under the green. How many? How many championships you got now? Seven. Seven. But you know what's really going on right now? It's like we've won the last 18 out of 26 shows. And we've won the last 24 out of 26 heat races. And the only and all the features that I've won, the 18 races I finished this season, well, the last three seasons, the 18 races I finished, I've won. So you've got to figure the other six, we just broke. Right. So uh, we're, we're really dominating our class. I was out here one night with Stan Cohen on this racetrack and watched you flip three times, three separate times. Roll the car over and kept on going. Wings down in your face. I've had it. I've had the wing tore <laughs> off and the right front up in the air. Go, just push it off. It'll be all right. It'll be all right. I'll make go it go happen. Go. I think they made you leave the track that night. And I don't got. You know, I I, I wreck. I mean, I, I stand on the gas. I don't. I don't. I wait to the last moment, and it's the wrong moment, and you know, you get tore up. How much? How much fun is it still though to win all those races and to still have all of those kids come out of the grandstands and come down to be with Gene? Is that, is that amazing? Or because what? I, I mean, see in the, I see in the pits. I, I see over there. You're some guy walks up with his kid around his shoulders, and you're up there shaking his hand and yeah, talking to him. That's my little people, man. That's, that's my people. It's awesome. It's just an awesome sight, and I just want people to realize that while there's this competitor that you know can really go crazy. There's this guy underneath that really takes care of people. That's how we started. Uh, look at Wild Bill Rivard and his kid. And that whole Absolutely. weekend, we remember did the, guy, we got, did the guy got shot. His, his daughter got shot. 
And we were doing it for yeah, him at the please. two shoes or two something. Right. And I bring my car out there, yeah. and I didn't even know the guy. But, I, you know, I know he got hurt real well. That, he died. Yeah, he did. Driver. Yeah. And uh, we bring our sprint car, our, our dirt car over there. And, uh, you know, and, and really St. Pete. And East Bay didn't get along. Then people, we didn't get along with each other. Yeah, so but that was even a lot of the people still knew you from the days you'd raced there. So, yeah, yeah, was, but they still didn't like the dirt people, and uh, we didn't like the pavement people. He's, he's still only he's the only one that had a tip tank, his rear tank in the uh, Love Nuts Cafe. That's right. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> now, Gene, a lot of the guys come out here. They race. You know, they take the helmet off. Thank you very much. Blah blah blah. Now you'll take you'll win the race. You'll spin the car around, beat the steering wheel, throw it up in the air, and and you're a showman too. And Get out and bow the You know, car. I do that for myself, really. Tell I, you the I truth. believe I mean, you do. I, I, I really do. That's, we used to call that the cool down. Yeah. He gets well, out of the know, car. I felt bad last weekend, went in the feature, and I came island up. And as I pulled up in there to see all the officials behind the winter board, <laughs> and I noticed that everybody's hiding from me. I'm going like, oh, man, I should have did some donuts. Cause they're waiting on it. You know, when they're not waiting on it, I do it. You see them scattering. I thought you were going to run me over. No, no, no. I've got everything's cool, man. I know what I'm doing. But you know what you know what NASCAR doing the burnouts at the end and and stuff like that. I mean the fans really want to see that. Absolutely. They're, they're figuring they're missing out on something when you just pull up and stop. Yeah. Don, the other night here in the pits, I asked you. I walked up behind you two while you're standing there talking to each other. I said, did you know him when you when he was a rookie? And you said yes. What was he like as a youngster? Do you remember? About as wild as hell. <laughs> <laughs> but he had a good teacher. Be wild. Jerry Rod was. Uh, I saw Jerry Rod one time at Golden Gate. Lucy's cool about something, and beat on the hood till the hood was down around the carburetor on a panel truck. <laughs> on an old 65-panel truck <laughs> yeah. when they really made good hoods. Yes. When, when did you start racing the sprints, Gene? Uh, 90. 90. Yep, and then, when I started racing the sprints, I was driving Jerry Rod's car, and I started halfway in the season. I run for, for Don Reams in the TBRA, and I... Uh, I think we, I, I think I did like 16 or 17 shows with him, and I finished in the top 10 every single time from the, from the first time I ever drove. I think seventh was my best finish, and tenth was my worst, and uh, I was rookie of the year. Right. I made rookie of the year, and only running halfway through the season. You got to see some of the some of the greats locally, like uh, Taylor Andrews and all Sammy Rodriguez, Sam Rodriguez and, and, and all that kind of stuff. I mean, and at, at the end, you know, Donnie Tanner being so great. Uh, in sprint cars on pavement and then, you know, dabbling in it a little bit in the dirt when I was just getting into it here at East Bay and doing it a few times, him too. A lot of people don't even, they've all seen Donnie Tanner for 15 years running uh, late model. Oh, no, Donnie they don't Tanner know he was drive a sprint car on pavement. Yeah. Man, this is awesome, and I appreciate you, you coming in and taking some time with us. But, uh, Don, talk to us a little bit about uh, what it's like to go from the TBRA to what you're doing now and harnessing the attraction of guys that are drivers like this that come in and really make the show for you sometimes. Well, without people like Gene, you it gets to be a pretty dull deal. So you have to have people like Gene that, that are showmen, you know. Uh, it's just like you were talking earlier about wrestling. I mean, it's a, it's a form of the same deal. Uh, they're showmen, and that's what you're doing there. Uh the deal with the TBARA, uh, it was a good deal, and uh, I just wish them well. And I'm moving forward with my program, both on the pavement and this new dirt series that we kind of being a manager for, the Dirt for Dirt uh, Top Gun series. We start our first show uh, Friday night at Ocala. Gene's going to go up there and represent uh -oh. East Bay real well. Uh, well, 
Uh, so, we got pretty good competition with them guys up it's, north. It's not a cakewalk. It's not a cakewalk. And it, it's uh, gone, we did it's, win the last Ocala race there against them guys. This thing's already gone through some growing pains, and you haven't had your actual your first points <laughs> race yet. You're, Thank you've you. You've had a, a race, but you haven't even had a points race. It's already. Talk about what what has been developing here and where we are. Well, basically, we started out with. Um, some different deals, and we've we've had to relax some of the standards that that, that we tried to set forth, and uh, we're now down to where you don't have an entry fee, um, and which good, bad, or indifferent. I have my own opinion of that, um, but uh, we 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 did reduce the purse by fifty dollars, so now instead of paying seven hundred, it's six fifty. Uh, pays a hundred dollars take the green flag uh, I noticed on some of the websites today and last night uh, I don't know why we posted a purse and why people are questioning well what happens if you only have 15 cars well those 15 guys are going to get paid what's on that on that pay sheet we're not going to cut the purse because we got 15 cars instead of Nothing 24 to do with no to do with well they're not used to that Don well, I don't understand that. It, it I mean, saves the promoter nine hundred dollars, I think, if it's a hundred bucks to start the race at least. Well, the thing about it is, I mean, if you post something and you say that's what you're going to do, if you don't do it, then it's a wasted cause. Well, obviously, there's no more successful sprint car racer in Florida right now today than Gene. Gene, no. what do you think about this whole deal? Oh, I'm, I'm I'm tickled to death. I mean, I. I never wanted Don Reams to let go of me as a uh, sanctioned event driver in TBRA when we had TBRA pavement and dirt. I didn't want that, but Will Cagle came in here, and the Yankee that he is, he <laughs> stole us away from him. He took us. He said, you either don't race here or Carpetbagger he is. And whatever. <laughs> but, you know, he, he, he did that. Now, he did pay us good, and he, we had a lot of fun with him. But I knew that it wasn't going to last, and it didn't last, and now look at us. We don't have nothing. So Don losing TBRA is the greatest thing. I mean, it, it, it's really bad for him, but it's great for me because I know that Don's going to take my sprint cars on dirt and bring us somewhere. And, you know, we, if you don't have a sanctioned guy to talk and help and to, and to say why we did what we did and what we're going to do for you later and, what, and, and who's going to be there, then you don't got nothing. And without somebody like Don that knows everything about sprint car racing, uh, you know, it's just going to be the greatest thing. I, I, I'm loving it. I'm doing anything I can for him to make sure this works. No doubt. Now, I, I, have you had a big response, I guess? There's a lot of folks that are talking about bringing their cars now that you've uh, worked on the rules. Yes. And some of the, the changes have really got a more positive aspect on this deal in the last week. It's It went from... Well, I don't know whether this is going to work. To I feel comfortable now. Well, now, and straight me out, though, we still have the Florida Sprint Car Series up north that, that has a little bit of a different rule than maybe Ocala and maybe East Bay and so forth, but all those cars can still run at the same rate. That, you know, I've raced in both. I've raced for all the sanctions, and I've won championships with both of them. And, you know, I beat them guys with two-barrel carburetors. And they told me you guy couldn't run with a two-barrel car. I had to go there injection motors. I went to injection motors and then went 15 in a row. Um, 
So I know exactly the horsepower versus the car handling and the, and the weight changes that we're allowed to run. We're a little bit heavier than them. And with our four-barrel motors, the way they've changed us now, running with the sprint car tires on the rear, we can win at any racetrack at any time. It's going to be a little harder at Volusia. Don't get me wrong, because when I'm injecting cars go through the corner, they don't bog. And a carburetor car will bog uh, if you're not if you hooked up a little bit too much. So they can get you there. But um, I've wanted, I've, I've beat them before. You know, we had that we had that little chain, we had that little uh, what was it called? That little. Do race Ocala and Volusia uh, Central just Year one, Championship. Yeah, one of the them guys against us guys. Well, I dusted north them. South of I dusted them in Ocala, and I run second to the I, Kenny Adams' son. Um, but we got and we got robbed a little bit there because uh, Otto's got Goodyear tires, and the injector car is supposed to run Goodyears, and the carburetor car is supposed to run the Hoosiers. Yet the Hoosiers was the better tire. So, but the injector car who won it was running the Hoosier tires. And I walked up. I said, Whoa, whoa, whoa! What's that? You know, I couldn't run a Goodyear tire when I asked. You wouldn't let me. Well, you know what Otto said at the end. Of the, he goes, Oh, that's illegal. And he goes, Well, why can't I run the Goodyears then? He goes, Oh, I was only kidding. <laughs> We're talking uh, about Otto Scrape. Yeah, Otto Scrape, who yeah. races in his own yeah. race. Yeah. You know that don't work. No, that don't work. Don't, no, that don't don't work. Well, that's <laughs> some of the things that we're going to try to control. We set up first. We we printed a rule book, and and you know Gene can test to this that whatever's in the rule book is the way we're going to do it. It's not going to be oh we're going to do it this way tonight and this way tomorrow night. It's going to be the same every night. So that'll make a an even playing field for everyone. Well, that, that's one thing I'm sure all these drivers are really looking forward to is that Don, they know that what they're getting when they get Don Ream. They know exactly what they expect. If it's in the rule book, that's the way it'll go. There's no knee-jerk reactions to things. You won't come away from this first race and go, oh, shit, we've got to change eight things right. because that's not who you are or what you've done. So they know, they, you know they're going to get their money and they're going to get a good show and they're going to have a fair playing field as best you can make it. Right. So, I mean, that's pretty awesome. And, I know and he's got that name going. throughout the country of sprint car racing. You Anywhere go he goes, they know that Don Reams is one of the best sprint car sanctioned officers there is in the country. The only guy I met in an airplane in an airport in Las Vegas this past three weeks ago was talking about racing. He goes, yeah, I met a guy from Florida once, Don Reams. You know him? <laughs> How about that? I went, yeah. Gee, do you think this will bring the sprint cars back to the... To the engineer that they were. I mean, you know that we yeah. run front page thirty cars out well, here. You, you've got to have an official to take to to own it. You can't just throw a bunch of rednecks with sprint cars out and say we're going to race over here and think everybody's going to do it. Right. Okay. You got to have rules that will govern everybody the same way, and you feel like you got a rule book. If you don't feel like you got a rule book, and Gene Lasker rolls in there, you don't want to race because I'm going to win. Right. So and, and, if and they know that I got a rule. And they and they got to race with that same rule, and they're buying the same equipment I'm buying. They got a chance, as far as they're concerned. You know, uh, you know the talent that I have is a very good talent. I thank God he, he didn't make me much, but he made me a sprint car driver. Right. And um, but you know when you go when we go to racetracks and they got an open racetrack, I mean I mean, I know how to cheat. <laughs> okay, and I will go there if you don't have a rule. I will go where I need to. I'll be an outlaw car. Same thing Steve Kenzer's driving. And the one other thing that, Gene, you've proven, if, if only right here at East Bay Raceway Park, is that you don't have to have 360 alcohol-burning fuel inject, injector cars to go fast and make it look like a good show. No. I mean, that ain't no, what well, it's about. You, well, you, you know, you can run small motors, and if you're hooked up, you got four corners. East Bay's a short track, and it's more turning than it is straightaway. If you can go real fast turning, don't worry about straightaways, they'll just... You'll be They'll there for an instant. Go real fast. I mean, I showed you in the 410s. I started 20th in the field. I run sixth. 
I started on the, you know, the back row. I should have been, the, the first car got lapped on lap two. And I started 20th. I never got left. I'm on six. So, I mean, I had to put on a show. Don, before we run out of time and stuff, I wanted to ask you one last question to make sure I got it in. And that is, whenever you found out about what he had done back those years ago when you were in the hospital up in Alabama, what would you think of that kind of a move from a young driver? Well, I couldn't believe it, to be honest with you. I mean, I... He didn't like me then either. Well, uh, he didn't I like was... me. Don't, don't go, Pete. Go say the truth. I used to bug his ass. I was a pit crew guy, man, and I wanted to be a crew chief of the year. I wanted to be the guy that made Jerry Rod win. He was, he uh, so I was, he I was, was kind of like a little thorn in your side. Oh, yeah. You know, he I, was, you uh, know I, 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 I jump in line. He goes, hey, there's a line. Hey, lines are overrated. I, I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I never have forgotten what he has done and how he helped me. And we had uh, a barbecue and... Uh, we did, he did a lot of things there at the barbecue, too. Yeah, we had a lot and then, just like you were talking earlier, when uh, we had someone hurt with the in the TBARA, we had a benefit here. And uh, Oh, yeah, we did a lot for that kid, too. Yes, Sean we did. Sean, Sean, yeah. Far. Sean Far. This, this one in Bubba tried to drown me in the dunk tank. They, uh, they wouldn't let up on me. So. <laughs> but, Every time uh, you get that official, get him. <laughs> But it was all in good-natured fun, and, you know, it all went to a good cause. So, you know, he he likes to be a, a badass, or he thinks he likes to be a badass, but he does have a big heart. and uh, That is true. I tell you what, we're, we're grateful here in the state of Florida to have both of you that have been around so long and helping keep things on an even keel when it comes to sprint car racing. And racing in general. So he just says, he, he keeps it on an even keel. Well, I do keep it on an even keel because if you don't got the bad guy, all the good guys would just be a queer. He keeps right. trying to kick it over. Right? And up right so I keep everything on even keel. <laughs> it, just, it just makes my job interesting. You're the 58% left side right? <laughs> There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much. How about a big hand, folks? I mean, Thanks, these two guys, you can't time. get any better than this. Thanks, guys. We're going to do the St. Pete again.